Listen, welcome back to the to the Dog Talk Podcast. I'm your outstanding, most intelligent, unapologetic host, Big Dog, Chris Wright, aka Big C Dog, in the building. Today on our show, we have our brother, fellow DMV legend, fellow Hoya legend, and a professional bucket getter, my man Markel Starks. How you doing, brother? What's going on, man? How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. How are you? How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Obviously, with the circumstances, you know, we're here, but hey, we still breathing, we still living, everything is wonderful, man. How good, you? Good, good. I'm doing good, man. I'm, you know, still kicking. You know, it's a lot of stuff going on, obviously. Of course. Um, you know, just a lot of just a lot of just tension right now from what's going on, but maintaining, trying to stay sharp, trying to maintain the focus of what we're trying to do here, Absolutely. and uh, you know, just keep building, keep building, brick by brick. You know how it go. So that's how it is, though. That's yeah. how, how the family. How's the family? Oh, the family is wonderful, man. We growing. We got, you know, I got, I got three. You got three. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop growing right there. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you growing right there. You never know. You never know. Uh, look, how about you? How you doing? No, oh no, I'm nothing. Nothing. Oh, Just oh don't nothing. don't start studying on me now. <laughs> no, man, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. No, that's good. How's your how's your mom, your dad, your brother? How everybody doing? Everybody good, man. Everybody's doing well. You know, okay. you know, like I said, man, it's just it kind of every with, with COVID, man, it's kind of thrown everything off. You know, my parents they were starting to get back and working out and, and stuff like that. So once right. the gyms closed, you know, that kind of put a halt to everything. So they, right. they've been working, trying to get back, but it's just not the same. You know. Right, right. But everybody's doing well, man. Everybody's good, doing man. Good to hear. Please give my best to, to the mom and dad, man. You know how it is. It's all love. Um, so before we get started on you, I just, I mean, currently, let's talk some current events. What, what, what you, what you, what's your thoughts on the NBA right now? What you thinking? What's going to happen? Honestly, I, I mean, the, 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 the best game that so far for me has been the Lakers game. That was the best. I mean, I, just from uh, – just all the way from top to bottom. No, I felt like that was a really good game. Lakers Clippers. That yeah, that, was, that game was yeah, that game was really good. I didn't. I watched. I was watching a little bit. I watched the the last three quarters of Milwaukee. Uh, Boston. Yeah, I watched that, and then um, see the the Dallas Houston. I saw it, so I caught the first three quarters of that. But at okay. that point, I just got tired. Who I, I don't even know who won that game. I think Houston won. It was the score was like two hundred and ten to two zero. When it's 42-44 in the first quarter, who's playing defense? Right. That's basketball, man. Bad right. Basketball. Right. You got you got any you got any predictions on on the final? I mean, on the I play. Mean, I like the I like the Lakers. I think right now, out of all the teams that I've seen that I that I have seen, they're they're clicking right now. Obviously, they didn't they didn't play their best uh, uh, against the Clippers. They didn't play their best um, because I think, if you. I think, I think adding Deion Waiters is a big, wow. big wow. asset. Wow! Because no. he's coming off the he's coming off the bench, instant offense. And he's an instant playmaker. Yes, he, he can yeah. do a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, for me, I'm 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 rooting for the Lakers. I don't know if you was a Lakers fan before, but I wasn't really Lakers. Like, growing up. I was an AI fan, so I'm Philly and the Wizards. Wizards. <laughs> That's all I was, but. I mean, Bron over there, and of course, Q over there, QC over there. Come so, on, you got, you got to. Yeah, I mean, come on. We yeah. there. You know, we are there. Yeah, so I'm rolling with the Lakers, even though I think the Clips is going to be a tough out. You know? Absolutely, yeah. And, and, but, you, but, but, I mean, you know how the Western Conference is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you was out there with the Mavs, so you know. 
You know how it is. Yeah. That's for sure. My first game was against the Spurs. Tony Parker, Manu, Steven Jackson. That was my first NBA game. Oh, my hey, on TNT. Boy, hey, I, what you going to do? <laughs> yeah. You know how we was trained. We, when we was brought up, I went right back to my bag, right to the way I was taught. <laughs> that, that, yeah, no. Nah, hey, I, if this is going to be it, this is what they going to – they got to get it. They hey, have to get it. This how I got here. I'm sticking with it. That's how I was sticking at that point. <laughs> Um. So, nah. So I I agree, man. I'm with the I'm with the Lakers and all that. I think the Lakers got the best shot. Um, yeah. You you personally, as this season the season that stopped, how did you feel about your season and where you at and 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 where your team was at? How what, what was I mean, we 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 struggled. We we battled a lot of injuries. We had uh, Isaiah Hicks that played at uh, that played at Carolina. Um, we basically missed him for almost two months. You know, he had a month off, you know, with a battle injury. Then he got injured again. And then he, we missed, he missed maybe two or three, like uh, about two or three weeks, something like that. So it was, it, the, 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 and he was a big part of what we were trying to do. Right. Then um, Orlando Johnson played with the Indiana Pacers. He got hurt. He missed six. I thought seven. you got real close with him. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's my guy. And um, shout out to shout out to my man Big O, um, and it just kind of threw the dynamic off. And then we were only playing one game a week. Where I mean, VTB, you playing ninety percent of the league, at least playing two games a, a, a week with Euroleague, three Euroleague teams, three, four, well, two or three Euro Cup teams, FIBA Cup, Champions League teams. So right. it was it was that the dynamic was definitely tough. Only having only two teams in the league play one game a week, us and, and Palmer. So, you know, that one game a week is just like everything is predicated on that one week. You know right. what I mean? Make or break. So, right. So, to give people an understanding of, of, of what Markel is talking because he just went and that's how you know this kid is locked in. You know, <laughs> people probably have no idea what you're talking what about. I'm just, yeah, what I'm talking about. Right, right. <laughs> But yeah. I understand completely. You I know, you know, yeah, my bad, my bad. I'm 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 all over my bad. No, no, nah, nah, you're right, you're good. So um so basically in overseas European basketball, you have your domestic league and then you have the opportunity. So if you're in Russia, if Kel was in and in, in Russia, so he played in Russia in his domestic league, the VTB league, then you have the opportunity if your team finishes in the standing or you got enough money or whatever it is, you have the opportunity to play in European competition and go to other countries and play against other teams in other countries. Then there's levels of the other of the other, uh, European competition that you can get in. So there's, correct me if I'm wrong, FIBA Europe Cup. Yep. There's Basketball Champions League. There's Euro Cup and Euro League. That's right. Right. So Basketball Champions League now is making a serious push, as you've it seen. It really is. As you've seen right now, Basketball Champions yeah. League is making a serious push to be one of the top dogs right. in all of European basketball. <laughs> Absolutely, they're, they're trying to top Euro. They're trying to get up there with Euro League. They are. You see, they picking at Euro Cup teams. Come on, man. Yeah, you yeah. were listen. You John was in Champions League, Champions League last year, we right? We were in Champions League last year, and it was a great league. Unfortunately for me, I had a you know a really great year, but my team had injuries. We had so many injuries that that kind of took us out. Right. But, um, so and how did Aaron Sale play? Was he did, was he injured? Was good. Aaron was good. He told me he was your teammate. Man. I'm, hey, man, I'm trying to tell you, man, he can play, man. Aaron can play. He's crafty, man. He's, he's slick. He got a nice little game, you know. <laughs> he no shots. Them joints going in, though. Coolidge, was, out, was Coolidge out there cashing? That was the issue. My man Coolidge is a beast. 
Yep. Damian Cooley's our center. He uh he also both these guys we're talking about. Aaron Sell is my teammate and Damian Kulik. They're both my teammates in Poland this past year. Both are Polish national team players. Damian Kulik was do dominant inside. You know, he's dominant, but he got hurt our first game in Champions League, and that was it. So that yeah, so that really and he had 16 and 10, 18 and 10 the first game. Then after that, we never had an inside presence like him. I mean, we had a lot of Aminu who who was great. Right. For him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But his body, you know, he it just you need you need multiple centers in. in yeah, so you you going out there with two, maybe nah, that's not gonna do it. It's not gonna do it because right. they because you know what I mean. Rotations, just how the rotations are. Yeah. So we had to play on the sides. Aminu was great, but I mean, he just he had to battle a bunch of big dudes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you feel about your season? How did you feel individually? How did you feel you played? Individually, I, I felt like I had a good year. Um, I had that was my second stint in BTB the year before having played in Poland with Jelona Gar. Um, I felt like my, my year last year was, was good from an individual standpoint, like just much like you said, right? You know, team battle and injuries, it's, it's kind of hard to get wins, especially in playing in those in, in the BTB league because you might go against you might, and, and this is this is a spree of teams you might run into Cheska, right? And you might play then come. Yeah, then you then you go then you go go to Nizhny, right? Come back home. You got uh, Kempke. Kempke, oh, right. And then right after Kempke, you got you got uh, Zenit. And right. You see what I mean? So then it's the, the, then after that, well, you got Loco at Loco. Oh, at Lo at Loco. Come on, man. <laughs> so it's like it's like, and then you you trying to you know you because you know you know how to budget and, and all absolutely, that. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, because if you got you playing against your league teams, you playing against dudes that's making. Over a meal. Talk so, about it. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, and then you gotta, then you gotta chase Alexi Spade around. Then Thomas <laughs> Robinson, he's setting these big screens. Big <laughs> hey, that's real talk right there. Come on, man. You you know how it is. You know yeah, how it is. Man, you Osville. Where were y'all? When we asked, but we played the Euro Cup. See what I'm saying? But it, it doesn't matter. I mean, Euro Cup. And in, in Euroleague, it ain't that much of a drop-off. At least to me, it doesn't. The, so, so the competitive side of me is saying it's a big difference. Why? Because I, I ain't played in Euroleague. Euroleague, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I played in EuroCup. You should, you should be playing Euroleague. I definitely I should. The type of years that you've been putting together, you should be there. I appreciate that. I appreciate no, no, that. No, seriously, because I played against – and I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to scream on anybody. I'm not going to name no names. But I've played against – Milan. You played against Milan. I've played against the Kempkeys, the Saint, the the, the Zenits, the the local. I played against some, you know. I played against Olympiacos, Panathinaikos. You and I both know. Right. You and I both know. It's not like the dudes on the other on the other side of the court. They're right, not right. doing anything differently than what you and I can do. Absolutely. Is it? You know what I mean? It's just. And, and I'm glad you brought that up. So that leads me into my next point. Is is basically. Um, the history that me and my brother right here had. Man, hey, you know I'm ready to tell a story, man. You know, you know, you know yeah, I want to yeah, tell I a mean, story, the man. history that is between me and Markel Anthony Starks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And to understand how deep-rooted it is that we have been in this basketball uh, world in this realm for so long and our careers and our families and our upbringing marry each other so much. Man. So much Man. on every aspect. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to imagine to for people to understand that we did this and and not necessarily always communicating each other. 
No, no, not at all. No. Yeah, the, the moves strategically. So I'm yeah. just to give a background. Uh, yeah. give go ahead. No, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you start it off. Go ahead. Yeah. So Kale, uh, me and Kale. So how we initially started was, I mean, dang, was it? Uh, is it the Rising Stars at first? Come on, Rising Stars. No, but 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 the year before that, did you play with Jabo Kenner? I did. That's what I'm yeah, saying. You played, so you played with Jabo Kenner. I played with Slam and Jam. Right. And uh. And then I know for nine that. years old we're talking about. Yeah, and not yeah. <laughs> we're young, young. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm, and I'm and I'm like seven, eight. Yeah, Cal's a year too young. I'm, I'm young. Yeah, I'm right, young. Right. right. And, and, uh, and then the next year, that's when uh, that's when we we was doing our thing with Merlin Rising Stars. So arguably, and I'm biased, and I'm biased. Tell it. I mean, you tell it. You can back it up, and me, you can have this debate because it's something that we because you on both sides of the fence now. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. On both sides of the fence, though. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead, tell it, tell it. So to explain, um, me and Kel, we teamed up. My my father, we put together a team, the Maryland Rising Stars, right? It was a it was a collection of brothers, man. That to this day we still tight, we still communicate. Everybody's still doing well. Um, all PG County kids, right? Me, Markel, Kenny Tate. Uh, I got to shout my brothers out. Malik Waleed, Kevin Ford, LJ Hose. Uh, who am I missing? BJ yeah. Blake. Um, who am I missing? Bakari Taylor, my cousin. Oh, Big Cheese, Ron. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Tommy, we, boom. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, was Mo, Mo Creek was on that team. Was, was he with us? No. Well, or oh, maybe no, the, the next year. The next I think Mo came the next year. Okay, yeah. so... Um, yeah, so we had a school, uh, Jonathan Cook. You remember Jonathan? Oh, oh man, big cooks. Yeah, big cooks. Yes, yes. So um, we had an AU team at Ten and Nunners. We went down to where they actually are playing at now in the bubble, and we won in, and won the national championship at Ten and Nunners. Markel had the show. We had to reverse with jerseys. My boy Markel would throw the jersey over both sides and make the X on his team. Smacking the ground. Come on, man. Smacking <laughs> the ground, playing defense. We learned the game. We were taught the game the correct way. so correctly and intensely and detail-oriented from a very young age that everything that we did carry over. to. From if we weren't playing like nine, ten-year-olds, I'm no. sorry. Like, I, I refi- like, even if you go back and watch the games, no. we weren't playing that way. No, we, 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 were, we were talking on defense. No. We were in the right spots on, on defense. We knew help and recover. We knew our principles. We knew how to go into trend. We had everything down pat. And when I try to explain this to people, I'm like, y'all don't really understand that we were 10 and we were executing better than most professional teams. Yes. No, no, no that's not, that's not, that's no size. That's, that's, nah, that nah, we, we were sharp, man. We were sharp. And, and, you know, we won a national championship at 10 and under. You know, and that was something special, man. I can't, I still can't believe that we did that. It's so, you know, that's like. It's, that's it's surreal. It's surreal. But like when you look back on and you look at all those teams that were there. Right. Over a hundred plus yeah. teams. And then we come out on top. Come on, man. So look, and that's at 10 and under. That's the year 2000. This is literally 20 years later. Come on, man. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Hell, this is 20 years. That was year 2K. That was 20 years ago. Yeah. We won the national title 20 years ago. Wow. Slim, I didn't I, I did not know that. Right. I, got the, I still, you know, I got the medals. I got the medals in the basement. Those oh. things hanging up. Yeah, what? Come on, man. Right. Those in the, I got those in the basement. 
Right. Well, yeah, man, God, so this leads to the next thing, man. Go ahead. So Markel leaves our team mm-hmm. and goes to Team Maryland. Go to Team Maryland. Team Maryland is one of the greatest DMV basketball teams in AAU history. Arguably the greatest. Arguably. Hey, the, blue, oh, wait, hey, hey, the, the, the prime Blue Devils? No, 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 no. But prime Blue Devils is older. Those guys are older. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. We were doing this at 10. Yeah, 10, yeah. You know? Right, yeah, true. Our run was before you got to the serious level of basketball, 15. I'm talking about that 8 to 14, 8 to 13. It was, it, we, we, right, right. Regionals every year, ain't nobody beating you in regionals. It ain't coming close. close. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm coming close. County. Absolutely. Like a, a tight, uh, but hold up. The, the year that we won it. We only lost maybe one game. We ain't lose. Right. No, I'm just saying, but if we lost the game, it was because we probably went to another tournament and played up. The only time we would lose, we didn't lose our division. We didn't lose. I don't think, yeah. I don't think we may have, I don't think we lost. No. No, we lost if we played, like, the thing about us, we weren't playing just one grade up. We were playing no, three. Two, up. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. That's what we were doing. So, that was kind of the standard that we had, you know, at a very young age. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, but then, but no, I went, I went on, wound up going over to Team Maryland. And uh, just because, like, it was, it, I wanted to play my age group. You know what I mean? Because, like, I was playing up. You know, like, it'd be times where, like, dudes are probably, you know, because he, not that he's better, but he's a little bit older. Because, you know, one year makes a big difference. Absolutely. At that age? At that age, that one year makes a big difference. Man, that's an eternity. Yeah, right, exactly. So then I wound up, you know, just going with Team Maryland. I mean, and uh, that next year we went. I went. So you got to think, I went back, to, uh, went back to Orlando, but uh, we came back that year. That man, you talking about a heartbreak from winning it the previous year and then coming uh, back and losing it, and I think we only lost about one. Right. But then, uh, then the next year, the next two years, elevens and twelves, we won it back to back. Right, right, right. Shout out to Lou Wilson. Man, Dad Wilson, the whole Kendall Marshall, the whole the whole team, Maryland, man. Your man Javon wasn't Javon on that team. Javon, Javon came with us at uh at twelves. Uh, right. We had uh Big Air Steve. Big Air Steve. Oh my God, Ivy man. We we had some, we had some hoopers. We had Big some hoopers. He was like Dwight Howard back then. Hey, <laughs> but love Tracy McGrady. So it, you sometimes he. Hey, he might come down and try footwork J and try right. like our Steve. No. Right. Three minutes <laughs> and lay the joint Yeah, man. So, man. And that's, that's a great story, man. We had so many great memories growing up in, in the DMV and being a part of this community. You know, um, you know, it's so many people that call us little bro that we look up to that that was that was the ones in front of us that paved the way me and you are, are a lot of ways synonymous with a lot of people people like yeah, i remember seeing lump and kale little kale running around the gym all the time uh-huh that's you know true. so that's true that, that's that's kind of it's crazy um to me so so me when i left out of the area and left out of pg i went to st john's right right i went to st john's and I, at the time it was a great decision me and nolan were at st john's together um but you End up at Georgetown Prep. You know, you know, I gotta get into it. You know, I gotta get. Into it. I, I, I've always wanted. I never asked you this. Yeah, I know. No, I got you. I, oh, I hey, this is. But you know what? This Georgetown is the perfect Prep. platform. This is the perfect platform for for me to just to, to get you know to 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 let you know. All right. So, and you you segue it great into it. So, 
we won it at 12s. And basically, once going into 13s, right. um, I mean, and, and like you said, like, I, I, I can score the ball, right? But I needed to develop, I needed to develop into being a point guard. And at the time, Kendall was the point guard. Kendall Marshall was the point guard. And we all know Kendall played with a GPS in his head. He can oh he the play he see the play before the play even was even made. So of course, shout out Kendall Marshall. Shot big shout out to Kendall Marshall. <laughs> big shout out to Kendall man. We used to be getting layups in transition. We didn't even know you had a layup. You just oh oh yeah well, okay. So um and and you know he was running the point. So I kind of got hold on, off. Hold on, hold on. I got shot. Kendall Marshall had the best shoe collection in man. the world. And on top of that, Kendall Marshall walked around with a basketball from the time he was born until right now. Keep going. And might have had the best headband collection. Oh, my God. And the jersey collection. Oh, you know? no. Don't do that. My boy, Kendall. jersey. So he had the also. Oh, oh. <laughs> Butter had it. He had it. Definitely had it. He had it. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go back to the story. No, we go. We go. We go. So, uh, so I got off the scene. I uh so 13s or 14s I didn't play anything you know right. I was strictly um I was strictly just bouncing from gym to gym going to different college camps um and you know really my home was 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 running shoot at the time um, right and uh man just uh though that that's where you know I know that the question that free would always ask is you know why Georgetown so right. that that kind of that kind of segues me in, into that and that uh I was around a, a lot of DC legends, a lot of Maryland legends, uh, you know, guys that had the city on lockdown and, you know, given certain circumstances, some guys were able to take it and run with it. Other guys weren't able to, you know, they just kind of crumble with it. So you, you talk about, you know, the, the Stacey Robinsons of the world, the Ed Swales of the world, uh, just off the top of my head, you know, White Chocolate, um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, D-Nice, Derek Payne, you know, these are the guys that I'm in the gym with, mm. you know, on the rec. These are, these are my summers. Dwayne Simpkin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Those days yeah. up in the Ray, remember those bumps? Oh, man. I, I had Spon I mean, SpongeBob, you know what I mean? I, these Forte. Yes. Oh, I had a long history with Joe Forte because yeah. my brother played at the Master yeah. during this time. Really with you, bro. We've been in the same gyms the whole time, Ray. Who's yeah, in I'm that? Up at Murray. Oh yeah, those, were, those were my Sundays. Yes. So of course, when I would go up Murray, I would always see Daryl Crew. And this is still right. at, you know, basically when I was going up Murray at not like 10, you right. know, all the way through. Um, right. So, you know, that I, I got real tight with Crew out there. Right. Um, and so I was getting, I was learning so much because I was playing with grown men. Right. Uh, you know, I was working out with Bill Wright. You know, I worked out with him for about two years. Well, well for about a, really about a, a strong year, year right. and a half. And then that's when I wound up work, started working out with Keith Williams. And, right. um, and then, you know, once I started working with Keith, not that I couldn't handle the ball, but that's when, you know, slowly just my, my package started becoming a more tight-knit. You know what I mean? I'm doing West Side. I'm footwork jammed. I was about to say, that's when the West Side became a part of the arsenal. Oh, that's when it became a part of the arsenal, you know yeah. what I mean? Because, you know, you repping it and you seeing the older guys doing it. Ooh, so just, you like, dang. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. My button hit that joint. You like, damn, that was sharp right there. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, I'm going to tell you this. And when I watch James Harden, you know who he reminds me of? Who? Jamal. I know you're going to say, silent. Silent, man. When yeah. I'm watching James Harden, that is Jamal through and through. 
through and through. It is. People, I try to tell people overseas and college, like, man, y'all don't understand. Watching James Harden, how he, how he, when you know when James Harden, when he getting his bag. Oh, man. man. Oh, my God. You know what, bro? That is so, oh, that's so true. I ain't even think about that. You didn't think about that, right? Yo, Salad, if he gets, if he, if you score on him, it's go time. It's, oh. it's go time. If you it's decide that you want to take him on, you know, and you want to go at him, you best oh, no. believe that it's, next a, it's, five, it's an issue. It's a problem. It's going to be a problem. Five, oh, yeah. Next five, six possessions is right at you. Everybody move out the way, and I'm getting into my bag like hard. Launching a three. And you know what's crazy? He had the same walk off, the same follow through. Oh. And, that, and honestly, that's when I really started because you know he used to he used to pat it and, off my and like he used to dribble so hard like yeah to, that's what was so interesting to me his hand was so tight and he used to dribble it so pounded so man, oh my gosh man man shout out to man rest in heaven silent especially man you, you were one of the ones in this area that nobody really wanted to see in this one on one thing for real oh hey. We're going to stay away from it. But yeah. I don't think too many dudes wanted to see Jamar in that set. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, think so. I agree with that, man. I don't think too many out there are, are ready for that type of bump because – Not at all. So, no, I'm, I'm getting off track. My bad, my bad. Go ahead, I'm getting go ahead. Off, I'm getting <laughs> but you know we're going to have memory playing, man. This is straight up because we, this is straight up me yeah. you talking about the crib. And yes, man. Why we are the way we are, bro. So, exactly. you're exactly. not off topic. You on point. <laughs> so, uh, so 13. So, right. I, like I said, I was working with uh, with Bill Wright, and right. one of our workouts, he filmed. Um, so, you know, he had a guy come in, you know, you know, real professional, like, and he up at the shoot. Uh, he filmed the uh, filmed the workout, and that was like a big thing, you know. After a certain number of workouts, um, you know, you'll get a, a film workout. So, guy films a workout. Goes just just to let you know. Shot the ball horrible in the workout. Shot the ball horrible, okay? Right. But nevertheless, I mean, it's on tape. Right. And you and I both know, you can watch somebody on tape in a, in a workout setting and you're like, he, he can play. You know what yeah. I mean? He, he, he can do it. You can say somebody can shoot the ball by just seeing how they run up and down the court a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. You couldn't say it any better. Right. So, um, during this same time, this is all, this is all within the same month. Right. So probably a week or so later, um, there was a Blue Devils uh, like a little get together. And uh, I don't know if you remember. You remember Rice Moss? Yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure. So yeah, I'm ready against Rice. Right, so when you your freshman year, oh, the freshman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Rice is going. So that, so basically, okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. The end up. So he's getting ready to graduate. So he and Roy, he and Big Dog. Right. They get ready. They graduate. So they did like a big, uh, like Blue Devils thing. So Rice was there. Roy was there. Davis Nwanku. Yeah, y'all couldn't remember his name. Y'all were talking about it with Jeff. No. Uh, from, because he went to he went to Vanderbilt. Yeah. What's his name? Davis Nwanku. Nwanku. I I don't know why yeah. I was thinking in my head Norwood. No, something. no, no, no. Yeah, Davis Nwanku. Hey, and yeah. we'll get in that. Davis helped me then my last two years at prep. Right. With, with, because man, the math. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> man, hey, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. So, 
Um, so, 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 they, so, you remember Big uh, Peter Prowett? Yeah. Played at, uh, did he play at Stanford? Uh, uh, yes, I think so. I, I, think I played admitting to Stanford. Right. Yeah, yes, yes. Maybe, maybe he might have finished. I can't remember. I can't remember. I just can't remember. He might have went to Stanford. He might have. I, I think he might have. So, mm-hmm. uh, so all of them are at this at this function, and uh, one a guy, a close friend of ours, you know, he had, he he had attended, and it you know was just talking about how well you know Rice and you know because Big Dog at the time, you know, he was just seven seven two seven three. Right, just big. Yeah, exactly. And he just really liked how Rice was communicating, just, you know, how articulate he was being, just how sociable he was being. Right. And, uh, you know, he said, man, I think y'all should take a look at Georgetown Prep. Not thinking of it because it was going to come down basically between the math and Gonzaga. You know, mm. and, and probably more so, leaning more probably more so to Gonzaga more than anything else. Right. So, um, make a long story short, probably – couple days not even maybe maybe the next day right because we got the dvd so my dad goes up near prep to get it duplicated because you remember that was during the time where like you you had to get stuff dubbed now it's not <laughs> you know what i mean people some people don't remember stuff like that so he goes up he gets the stuff he gets uh he gets probably like i don't know 10 to 20 of the, the same you know the workout just you know duplicated right. so on his way coming back he stops by prep so of course you know he's asking um, you know, talk to the basketball coach, this, that, and the third. So he runs into Coach Brown. Has it, you know, probably meeting probably last maybe 10, 15 minutes. Nothing, nothing crazy. You know, my dad giving him a spill. You know, I play this, that, and the third. But he hasn't seen me, nor have, probably hasn't heard of me. Because you got to think, I haven't been on the scene. Right. So, uh, you know, Coach Brown is, you know, he listening to him. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, yeah, nice meeting you. So my dad being the salesman that he is, he says, uh, and he knew it worked. He knew they worked. He says, um, hey, coach, I just got these, these, these DVDs duplicated. You mind if I pop one or two in just to make sure that they work? He said, yeah, sure. So, of course, he popped we pop big the DVDs. Hustle, big hustle. Right. Shout, out, shout out Tony Stark. Shout out Tony Stark. <laughs> now Tony Stark. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, bam. That's, so, Coach Bryant, and excuse my language, he said, my dad said, probably within the first five, ten minutes, he was like, Man, that's some pro shit right there. <laughs> hey, so his, so his, so now he like, oh no, nah, I gotta get this. I gotta get this kid. He right. makes a call over to my middle school, modern day, makes a phone call, um, said, hey, you know, uh, you know, Mr. Wins, we gotta get this this kid tested. You know, this, that, and this, you know, so I can get into the school. Oh, sure, sure. And um, you know, and then uh, probably a week or two after that, my dad and I we on a. Uh, Saturday on a Sunday, like a late afternoon, we wound up driving up to the school. I think him and my mom had went up to the school probably earlier that in the week. But I think uh, he and I, we wound up going up there. And right. um, man, just getting on, the, on on that particular camp, getting on that campus, and you know, just seeing, just 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 looking around the fields, this, that, and the third. And then a guy that's still near and dear to my heart, Mr. Giblin, Mr. Kevin Giblin. He was uh, the head lacrosse coach over at prep for, for years. I think he was at St. John's for a little bit. I think he maybe not, not, not a long time, not a long time. Yeah. And, um, you know, we wound up, he was living, he was actually, cause this, we have a house on, on, on the campus and he was living at the house. He came out with a shirt off, you know, <laughs> and, and you know, we would just let him know, you know, we were interested in coming to the school, you know, just so and, and he was from, uh, he was from New York. So he was hard enough, tough, tough, right. one of the toughest white dudes I've, I've known, ever known in my life. Right, right. 
And and from there, it was the, the rest is history. So yeah. I did for two years at Marta Day. Go ahead. So it's funny that say that, and and I mean Georgetown Prep. Obviously, we're gonna get to that how that turned out to you and how that was just amazing. Absolutely. But do you remember? This is curious. I remember this. I can close my eyes and see this happening uh-huh. at Bowie Gymnasium. Okay. We got a tournament with Rising Stars. Yep. We gotta be. You gotta be eight. Yeah. Easily. And Mr. Starks is sitting there, and uh, we're sitting in the court. I think we might have just played a game. And you sit right in front of your father or next to him or something like that. My pops is sitting right there. We just chilling before the next game, right? And somebody walks up and says, hey, you know, to your father, says, what's up to my father? Big Fred right there. You know how it's, you, you know. know you are. Yeah, of course. Man, big shout out to Coach Fred. Big shout out to Big Fred, right? And, and Coach Langley, you know. Oh, man, Mr. Ron Langley. Yes, sir. And Big Kenny, you know what I'm saying? Big Kenny. <laughs> So, do you remember this? And I wanted to make sure I asked you this. Okay, go ahead. If you still remember your your introduction that your father used to make you do, when you had to introduce yourself to somebody, he used to be like, Kale, introduce yourself. Oh, I used to tell him my whole name. Oh, please get to it, please. It was so sharp. <laughs> eight years old. I got to hear it one more time. Bro. I ain't going to lie to you. When I was 10 years old, I used to be like, yo, hey. <laughs> Don't ask me to do that. I'm going to fumble it like no other right now. Do not ask me. <laughs> oh, man. Easily. How you doing? My name is Markel Starks. How you doing? Yeah. No, it was oh, not. I was giving him the Anthony? Yes. I was giving him the Anthony? You said Anthony. Mar- Markel Starks the second. <laughs> there we go. Hey, if I ain't going to lie. I will never forget that. I thought that was one of the coolest things. You know yes, what I'm saying? Sir. Shout out to your pops for doing it. I thought that was real respectful. It, it got a point across, like, how you doing? You had to stand, you had to look him in the eye, stand up straight. You can tell that that was something that was taught. And as a young black man, right. to, to be taught that and receive it and to mirror that when time was called upon was heavy for me. I remember seeing that, bro. So on some real stuff. And, and, and just like how you and Coach, Coach Orlando are, uh, man. You 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 know that bond between father and son. Man. Oh, absolutely, it's, man. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing like it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I talk to my dad pretty much every day, even when I'm overseas. Mm. Me and this dude, we will be on the phone two, three hours at a time. You know what I mean? Just you know, you know how it is over there. Absolutely, yeah, same and, uh, thing over here. Come on, man. Come <laughs> on, man. Because you got to think they've been with us. Not not saying our mothers didn't play an integral part in it. You know what I mean? Because you know how many times our father was about to jump on. No, so our mothers had to tell them, hey, hey, ho, 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 ho. You know hey. what I mean? And the arguments that could have stemmed from that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Think about how strong our mothers had to be to deal with our fathers because they had a vision. Cam, we needed a vision. Cam, we was the second children, though. <laughs> right. so it was really like, <laughs> it wasn't like, it wasn't like we was the first one. No, we the second one. So we saw like, oh, shit. Right. Yeah. Okay, I can get away with this. <laughs> like, that's real. Shout out to the big bros, man. Oh, they, man. Hey, held it down, man. Held it down. Held it down. Yeah. You'll say that a lot of it came from being a second child. I'm like, okay, I ain't going to do that. Yeah, I right. I know I know what's going to happen if I do that. I yeah. know what's going to happen. I know the outcome of that right there. <laughs> so, I might go that way. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to definitely go the other way. I'm going to definitely go the other way. And it wasn't like, and it was, and I try to tell people like, you know, uh, a, a hard thing for people to understand, and I don't know if you can attest to this, is that uh, people that aren't from our community, 
when when that family members or even you know friends from afar from other states or distant relatives when they said when our parents tell us how involved we are in basketball they look at us like we're crazy not understanding that we as the kids are obsessive about this and it's more the kids wanting to do this yeah. more than the parents pushing it it's been plenty of times when my dad was like you trying to go to the gym again you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, all right. Yeah. Because it's, it was, it's ingrained in us. It's, it's right. in us. You know what I mean? It's in us. Right. You know? And then at a certain point, it's not so, it's at, after a certain point, it's, it's no longer them, you know, motivating or pushing us. It's, it's, it's in us because right. of that competitive nature. It, it kicks in. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Because you got to think, your entire life, you didn't have the basketball in the crib. No question. Come on, you know what I mean? So that, and you you know, you know as well as anybody. Man, this thing was, because we put so much time and effort, sacrifice into this. Yes. You know, like you talked about on one episode about, you know, just something real small, like just going out to a party or something like that. And how like, initially, because you done dedicated yourself to the gym, you yes. a little awkward when you first start going out because you don't know how to. That's the truth, man. That's it's the truth. truth. It's the truth because you're so dedicated to your craft. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? you, it's, it's almost like, you know, if, if you get on the spot where you got to talk to a girl one-on-one -on -one and you know the homies is watching. Oh, man. Oh, you sweating bullets. <laughs> you're a little nervous. You trying to make sure your underarms ain't dripping. Oh, man. You trying to make sure you say the right thing. You don't mumble. You know I'm going to give, give you a story. Okay. okay. You might not remember this. So you were in, you and Bakari, because y'all were the same year, right? Bakari the year behind me. We should have been the same year. I was 07. I was, no, I think this was your 10th grade year. Okay. He had a party at his house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all invited me. I came through. So I had, I had an absolute ball. And you got to think, I'm a little young, because I'm like, I'm still in middle school at the time. Damn, damn, how long? Wow, I forgot. I, I, come on, man. You know, I don't forget, man. Yeah. I came to the party and <laughs> just seeing the whole, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Had the good go go going. Oh, no. man, I, I had a blast. I had a blast. <laughs> but, um, but, 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 no, but I, man, I know I, I, I got, I gotta stay on top. I gotta stay on top. You good. You, you good. Know. You good. So, look, man, so you go to Georgetown Prep. Yeah. And let's just go down to what you did at Georgetown Prep. And this is all a testament, not to, not to be bragging or boasting, even though I have no, pragging, no problem bragging or boasting about you. But as you know, and anybody that, that receives awards, the are, awards are a reflection of the work and the amount of dedication that you put into it. You know, after you receive an award, you look back and like, dang, man, I did a lot to get to that. You know, it's always a reflection period, like, wow. So... Let's just run it down when my man decided to go out to DMV and to go to Georgetown Prep. <laughs> Two-time first-team All-Met. Mo County All-Decade Team. Mo County Player of the Year. And I think, if I'm correct, two-time IAC Player of the Year. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Certified killer. That's what that yes, means. Yes, sir. Uh, so at Georgetown Prep, and you progress every year. We ran into each other a few times. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna give you another story. So we played y'all my freshman year. You right. you 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 thirty something, right. and we ain't had nothing for you. I mean, we had, and you got to think my freshman year 
we had Aaron Bond that played at Davidson. We had Garvey mm-hmm. Young that went to uh, – started at Quinn – no, started at Vermont and went to Quinnipiac. We had uh, – I don't know. We had some other dudes that, that wound up going some places, but in other schools. Big, that was pretty good. Yeah, but he was – and cra- crazy enough, he went to – he wound up going to Georgetown and played lacrosse. No, no. Kevin Ridgeway went to Notre Dame and played lacrosse. You're talking about Gladden. You're talking about the guard. No, no, no. Gladden, Gladden was before I got there. Right. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. So, yeah, he went to, he went to, he, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, how do you remember Gladden? Dang, boy. He, he's the point. Yeah, what? right, yeah, right. Him and Rice. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. So, um, I mean, you, you cook, you, you cook. You, you, you got buckets. And I'll never forget this. I was coming out, you know, coming out saying what's up, you know, saying, hollering at the fan. And uh, you and Coach Proggy, and I see y'all still working good together. Same squad, same crew. Right after the game, she came up to you and was like, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Yeah. That, for me, was like, whoa. Yeah. That was big time because you just, you could have easily the next day, you know, you could have easily just slept in, you know what I mean, did whatever, did whatever you wanted to do. But for you to come – get 30 plus, and then the next morning be with her at six, seven o'clock in the morning. That's mm-hmm. huge, man. Because, and then for, as a, as a, as a freshman, seeing that, seeing that, like, th- this is what it's going to take for you to be like this. This right. is the, you know what I mean? Because in your own right, you set a standard for so many guards in our area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when you talk about like, like, like Quinn Cook, the, you know, guys that, although, you didn't necessarily I mean you made it, but because you you didn't have the the six, seven, eight, twelve year NBA career, but for so many guys that came after you, you set the standard of what it was going to take. Right. And so many of us, we took it and we 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 obviously did what we did with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And are you still the all time leading scorer in DC? Yeah, you know, I you know, I keep that on the back. I, I mean, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't for sure. I wasn't I wasn't a thousand percent sure. I was about ninety percent sure. I wasn't a thousand percent sure. I'm a thousand and five hundred percent sure. <laughs> but the just, one that got the but, most but, but you can't take that and even that, you can't take that lightly. Right. You know what I mean? Think about how many dudes that's come before us that was getting buckets. And you the all time leader in yeah. DC? Come on, man. I mean, that again, you know, uh, and that just goes to show you that the players that were ahead of us, right? Yeah, were ahead of us to, you know, just to count his name, just off my, off the top of my head, I think of Ray Brewer, I think of Ty Lawson, I think of Calvin Cage, you know, I, I think of these guys, Chris Howard, yeah. um, Trey Kelly, Earl Rigsby, Fat Cat, oh, Earl, brother, Trey, brother, yeah, no, no, not Trey, brother, uh, Earl, they play with a Right, yes, yeah. Earl Toe, Eric Price, like, it, it just was, I mean, it was so many before us that had done it. T.J. Thompson, you know. Um, that's why I wear five. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was so before us that had showed us, oh, you can do it like this, and this yeah. works, and this works. So then when I started adding my little funkiness to it, my little flair, yes, and, and mixing up and getting into my bag, oh, man, I started to, so that's what. So for me, that's what it started. Like by the time I got to high school, I was not worried about not playing no varsity, no nothing. I was like, I'm ready. 
Um, because at that point, I, I didn't, I didn't seen it, and I've been around it for so long, and ran into some people in the mix. Right, and they put <laughs> right on Front Street. Right now, let me. I got, I got a question for you. Uh huh. How was it checking Nigel? Nigel Munson. See, you try to get me in trouble, bro. <laughs> I just no because you got to think Nigel. Nigel might be the best. Had probably might have had the best pack in the area. My, I said, mate, might have. Man, you just gonna give him that stamp? I don't know. I'm. That's why I'm asking you. You played against him. I only watched him. So I will. I will. Ooh wee. Um, Nigel's handle was amazing. Was amazing, and and I don't think his handle, but it's different handle because. Me and you were different. Like you got stupid handle. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I like, had, but I had so many people before me. But no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, you got stupid handle, but you're also crazy athletic. You, you're an athlete. You'll get up and dunk that joint. You're very right. super quick. Now Jill's game, me and your game is similar. We're we. You remember I used to be dunking on people. Oh man, you was turning that shoulder. And even still, I'm still doing my thing. I'm still explosive. That's my game. So for Nigel, his game wasn't to be explosive and fast. So he it, had to be able to pad it. So he had to rely on his handle, you right. know? And he mastered that shit. Like, right. his handle, right. you know? It was definitely an extension of him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was tough to guard him because he was very stoic. Mm -hmm. he, was, he was very, uh, he had it on the handle. He was, he was a general out there. He was a leader. He didn't really go at me, never. Really? Never really go at me. He took his spots on scoring. Right, yeah. You know, he picked his spots on scoring, which made him damn. I mean, he played with, you know, Austin Freeman, goddamn. You know, and, and shout out to Austin Freeman. Every, every Demath of Mob. Right. Yeah. You know, and I know people probably ask me right now, where's your co-host? My boy, you know, he got some business to take to attend to. Dog talk doing work. You see us, you see this. Shout see out to Austin Freeman. You know, shout out to my dog. My That's dog, right. you know, you know, it just business happens sometimes. So um but, Right, so Nigel Munson, get back to him. <clears throat> he was tough, man. He was tough. But the difference when I talk about, um, and I like Nigel. Shout out to Nigel Munson. Big shout out. I think he was phenomenal. I think you are a different type of guard than that. I would have had more of a problem dealing with you. Right. On a night tonight. All over the place. Because you're a prime example of what I thought a DMV guard was. And, and those are the toughest ones. You got handled. You strong, you right. tough, you got a jumper, you got bounce, and most importantly, you lock down on defense. I'm, I'm gonna play a little bit of defense. You got to, you I know, and you can score the ball, whatever. So those guys that combine that, right? And physically, you're not, you, you you're not, you tough, you strong. You yeah. always been solid as a rock since you was a little dude. So those are the toughest ones to guard for me. Nigel wasn't tough for me to guard because he wasn't going at. Right, I got you. I he got you. Doing that, he was good because he just did everything. You couldn't rattle him. Right, yeah. You couldn't rattle him. You just couldn't rattle him. Like he was sharp, man. You you make a mistake, he's gonna bust you. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a John Stockton effect. Like he ain't gonna take but nine, ten shots, but he's gonna make eight or nine of them joints. Right. Yeah, he playing chess out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so right, right. It. as opposed to he has more handed than maybe Ty, but Ty was much tougher to guard for me. God, because he at your neck. <laughs> he is at your, and a thousand miles an hour. Every possession. Every possession. And I'm not getting tired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I look at it, when I look at guys that's tough to guard, that would be a Trey Kelly. Okay. 
you know, because Trey is, you know, obviously he's a little older now, but when he's in his in his element, Trey was giving you every move that you can handle oh and he's gonna finish on you. Yeah. Trey finish, you know, so um but no man, we can so we can talk <laughs> see see what I mean? You see what That's I mean? That's how we so in tune with this. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh, I know, I know, I know, I know. So but um Georgetown prep. So I wound up going to prep. Mm-hmm. Um honestly, man, just wanted to, just wanted to carve my own lane. Right. Know? Just wanted to carve my own lane, you know, much like uh just just with the whole journey, you know, it was just uh it wasn't that I, I wanted to I, I necess- I didn't necessarily leave the area because no. I was still I was still here, but right. I wasn't I wasn't with everybody in the WCAC. I wasn't with everybody you know, in Maryland public school. Um, I, I just wasn't, but I was still in tune to what was going on. It was just, mm-hmm. I was just a little bit further up the street, you know, and um, man, thank God for Georgetown prep, man. Thank God for Georgetown prep. But I gotta go, I kinda gotta go back to, to my middle school because to segue into, you know, I know we're gonna get to, you know, the, the, up at the hilltop and Every day, not not a lot of people know this, but and big shout out to my dad, man. That's my that's my man. And for two years, so you know, I I, I grew up in Akakee. Mm-hmm. You know, if anybody knows, that's far. Far so, as I drop you off at home, I'm like oh God, God. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> so for two years, this this is the honest to God truth. Uh-huh. In two years, I missed three days of school in middle school, and my middle school is in Bethesda. Okay. I missed three days of school, two to shadow visits to prep and Gonzaga, and one day I was just sick. Just one day I was just sick. Right. My dad and I used to be have to be in the car by 5.30 to make it to school by 7.30. Look at, look at the route. We would start in, start in Maryland, yeah. go through Old Town, Virginia, come mm-hmm. out, go over, then come through, come through uh, Old Town, take GW Parkway. All the way the other way around. Yeah. yeah. And so just imagine, I got to, but every day I got to pass Georgetown University. Right. You get, it's programmed inside you. It's, it's, it's in my, it's, it's in my head. I'm, I'm, and then you got to think every day on our way to school, the first, the first 30, 45 minutes of the car ride, I got to study. So you looking at your notes and then you passing the school. So, and you just, you just getting that vision, like I'm going to get there one day. I don't know how, but I'm gonna get there one day. Mm, it's gonna be, be tough. I'm gonna have some bumps. I'm gonna have some, and you don't realize it in a moment because you're going through it, and it's frustrating because it's not coming as easy. It's 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 a it's a bunch of it's a bunch of roadblocks. It's a you you're dealing with this headache. You're dealing with that headache. You know, it, it's just so many things that go. You you have some triumphs. You have some downfalls. Just to get there. You know what I mean? Just just to get there. And um in that and that vision with making it obviously up to the hilltop started, you know, like cemented my in my head in middle school. You know, mm-hmm. obviously the game when they beat Duke. Right. The first time they beat Duke, you know, we went my dad and I, we went to that game to feel that energy. Then right. we're gonna definitely gonna talk about when y'all ran Duke out of the gym by right. twenty when President right. Obama went. Hey, I'm I I'm just gonna say I'm gonna just mention that we we're gonna get to that. Cause you was cooking that game. Uh, <laughs> it was a big game. That was a big game. That was my. That's my my official visit. Me and Nate Lubick. That was our official visit. It was yeah. Yeah, y'all sure was. So imagine that. 
Right. Uh, so, but but no, nah, but I, I just wanted to touch on that, and you know, and segue into uh, you know me going up to prep. Um, you know, prep in a lot of ways shaped and molded me. How was how was it being at a boarding school? Were you actually were you boarding or? Really? Were you- I lived there, so you got to think. I haven't lived with my parents since I was fifteen. Right. So right. and. My roommate, my freshman year at, at, at prep, he was from South Korea. So uh. imagine, imagine that. Uh. My first year at Marta Day, because I was, it's two sections of the school. You have a lower school, one to four, and then five through eight. Right. I was the only black kid in the school my first year at Marta Day. Right. So I'm getting a lot of different types, of, a lot of culture. I'm getting a lot of culture. Right. And my first year having my, my roommate, I'm, I'm my man to this day, Peter Park. <laughs> right. That was his name, Peter Park. Right. And um he was from he was from South Korea. He wound up going to uh school at, he wound up going to Wisconsin and uh you know wound up moving back home. Mm-hmm. And uh just that dynamic was was a little different because I don't have my mom, I don't have my dad. I can talk to him all I want, but I'm 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 having to mature a whole lot earlier. You mm-hmm. got to go. So you, you have your regular school day, then you have your sport. And then after that, uh, you have dinner. Then you're in study hall till 10 o'clock lights. You know, you got to be in your room at 1030. Mm-hmm. That was for freshman. Sophomore year was 11, junior year 1130 as a senior 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And um, it made you a lot more disciplined, a lot more organized. Um, but y'all ain't have no girls. We definitely didn't. What? Oh, 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 <laughs> we had Holy Cross. <laughs> okay. Down the street, down the street, we had Stone Ridge. That was okay. our sister school. So right, we right. had, and then we had Holy Child wasn't too, but that was more so landing. And right. we also had Georgetown visitation. So at the end of school, a lot of people don't know this. I mean, if you're in that area, the girls would come on our campus because they would, they because they even had their boyfriends. Right. Um, just and then we had you know the outdoor sports with you know with track and stuff like. Right. Uh, girls from Stone Ridge, they were always on campus. Right. So we were cool. So it was almost like we were at a co-ed school, but only at the end of the day for a couple of hours. Man, so what, y'all didn't get to be in the classroom passing notes. No, but, 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 but <laughs> it was, it was honestly, it was, it was an adjustment going to Georgetown being, being in a class with girls because you can't say certain things. <laughs> You can't say certain things or do certain things, right? Know, with a all, in an all boys school, you, you know, get away with it. Exactly, you can right, you right. make it. You can make the female teacher feel a little uncomfortable because <laughs> you know, dudes <laughs> saying stuff, and they like, come, Johnny, come right. on, calm down, come Jimmy, on. relax, Jimmy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So of course, nah. Like, it was it was, it was, it was it was much love to Georgetown Prep, the math, the and because oh, those are yeah, all absolutely. They, they groom great men, and and it's something that's you know a lot of people have a lot of connections to and ties. And I grew up going to Gonzaga camp myself. Right. Oh, yeah, see. Um, see. I was in a joint with with the uh, what's the legendary coach Myers, I think. Coach Myers, yeah. Coach Myers was there, so I grew up kind of going to that camp. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, I'm, I was kind of entangled in Gonzaga, but I just, I know. No, but hey, guess it worked out. Oh, it always worked out. It worked yeah. out with everybody. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. Think, oh, about think, of, think about the legacy you left. Right, 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 right. So, okay, so now you have a legendary career. Now we're getting into our favorite part. You had a legendary career. I wish my boy Free was here, my brother, man. So, you know, um, unfortunately not here today, but this is something we talked about, you know, and we committed first. We were the first guys in the area really to commit, you know, out of our crew. You know, mm-hmm. our group of uh, guys, you know. Absolutely. Free was the first one to not commit it. Shit, you might have committed before I committed. Or maybe like the next year or something. Like, I think my senior year, you might have committed. No, no. I was a freshman. You, you, you want to know that story? Yeah. All right. So I get up. I, you know, I never friend. talked to you before you committed. No, we never We never talked. We never nope. talked. Never. So quiet is kept. You know, and I and and, and I'm and I'm gonna keep it all the way real with you. Right. Georgetown really didn't really recruit me. Okay. Georgetown really didn't recruit me. You know, obviously Kendall was probably at the top of their list. You know, because the, the our you know the Princeton was probably was geared more for for his style of play because he could pass, he could play without the ball. He didn't really he needed the, he he needed the ball in his hands, but he could control the game without the ball kind of being in his hands. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, the, the system was definitely perfect for him. Right. Then I think the next on that list was Tyler Thornton. You know, obviously he was a Gonzaga guy. Coach was a Gonzaga guy. He had been winning at Gonzaga. Um, you know, he was a guy that, you know, obviously defensive guy. Um, yeah. And one, I mean, he won. You know what I mean? He right. won. It, it's, no, it's no knocking that. Right. Um, then uh, then I, I, would, I would like to think I was the next on the list. So – you know, for the first couple of years, I wasn't getting, it wasn't like, you know, Coach Burke, he would come to a game or two, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like he was, it wasn't like, I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting a lot of mail. I wasn't getting a lot of phone calls, you know, uh, not until, uh, you know, Tyler committed to Duke and, you know, Kendall obviously committed to Carolina that did Georgetown really start, you know, taking a serious look at him. And, um, you know, Cox, it called one day, Cause you know we have we have a we have a lot of ties with Cox. Um, you know, basically through my brother, he has a cousin that you know they they were you know him and my brother they went to the same elementary school, so they were they were pretty they were pretty close. Right. And um, Cox had called one day and said he was going to take over the recruitment and, and this right. that and the third because they weren't you know obviously and and I mean that's you you try to get guys to come into your system that fit your system you know and, and it's nothing it's nothing wrong with that. And, um, you know, he wound up taking over the recruitment. And um, I don't know if you remember this. You, it was early in the year. I, I still remember the day. I came on campus uh, September 24th, 2008. Y'all were in practice. And, uh, well, I did workout, rather. And, um, you know, my family, we came on an unofficial. And, you know, Cox had, gave, you know, gave us the tour, this, that, and the third. And uh, Coach had offered me, you know, in, in, in the back. And... I looked at my parents and gave them to look like, man, I'm ready to come. Like, it's, it ain't even – like, I don't even need to sleep on this, you know. Um, and then what also helped was, uh, was Coach Bryant, you know, with the process uh, a while to, to come. You know, shout out to Coach Bryant, Dwayne Bryant, because he had played at Georgetown. So, you know, he, he – he, we would always talk about the school. And then I had so many teachers and professors – well, teachers, rather, that, that went to Georgetown. So I'm, I'm kind of it's, – it's already in my head. But now it's getting further ingrained 
in me, you know, every single day, right. every day, you know, because I'm looking at what it can do for me after basketball, because I knew what I could do on the court. It wasn't, I didn't, I, I never felt like it was any denying my talent. Right. I never, I never felt, I never felt that I'm going to play. Absolutely. Where? I'm going to play. I'm, I'm going to play because I felt like talent wise, I felt like I could play. You ready? You ready to play from the day you stepped on campus? I, I was I was ready to roll. It was just learning offense. That was it, man. Learning offense. That's a whole another story. Right. And um, so you know, the next day uh, I went to Coach Brian's office. He kind of and and a lot of people don't know this. So the day I came on the unofficial, um, University of Georgia, University of Tennessee, Florida. Georgia Tech, Vanderbilt, and Maryland heavy. came up to the school. And okay. University and Kyle Berkeley came all the think about this. They all were at the school. I might win the Kyle. I know. <laughs> yeah. I never made it out there. I never made it out there. But uh Stephen Domingo that wound up leaving. And then right, I played right. I played two years against uh, Jerome Randall out in Australia. Man, the way they was going out there. My goodness. Hell, I used to be watching like, whew. <laughs> he was cooking. And so, you know, just so then, you know, you talking about all the different amenities, this, that, and the third. Right. You know what I mean? You're like, man, that sounds that sound good. Right. And um, all of them come up to the school. So you got to think, I'm leaving the school. So University of Georgia, man, during my lunch break, they came in. The, they came in. The, and Coach Brown, he calls me. He's like, hey, come to the office. Because I used to go to, I, it was, and I kept this. I, I literally, to this day, I told him at the, when I graduated, I said, Coach, in my four years here, there's only been 16 days that I have not come to your office and we did not talk in four years. So just having, just, I was getting the coaching. That extension. That teacher. Shout out to Dwayne Bryant, man. Dwayne Bryant. Love Coach Bryant. Georgetown point guard. From Louisiana, yes, sir. Uh, from Louisiana, and was a very strong staple for us uh, growing up, especially for Markel. That was his coach. Yeah. He used to speak yeah. every time I used to talk to him. He used to speak so highly of, of you and how you were working and what you were doing. I was working, man. I was working. I was working. Was a great guy. If I if I had somebody else to play for, because I love my coach, Coach D. He he absolutely case crazy. Um, but if I had to play for other coach, I would have loved to play for Coach Bryant, man, for absolutely. sure. Absolutely, and uh, and and that's uh, and so I came. The University of Georgia was in there. They was like, "Man, what you gonna do?" <laughs> I was like, "Coach, I don't know." You know what I mean? Knowing that I'm going to be, you know, later on in the day, I'm going out there, and I'm sure Coach Brian probably, you know, let him know that, you know, he's not going to be right, there. Right. there. And um, and they probably felt that energy, like that's where I was leaning more towards. Right. And um, you know, I they gave me the offer. I talked to my parents the next day at lunch. Going to Coach Brian's office, he had me close the door. He and I went and talked. He was like, Shorty, you sure you ready to do this? Right. Coach, I'm ready. I'm ready. It's no, it's no, it's it's not even a thought, you know, because this is where I've always wanted to go. This is where I, this is where I felt I would be at home. And it made us that much easier. You free were up there. Jason was up there. Right. Um, Coach Prue was up there. Right. Um, you know, Cox at the time he was there, so it, it made it made the transition that much. E- it would it, it just made the transition that much easier because these are people that I already know. I ain't have to. I didn't need to talk to you. I mean, obviously, 
would have helped yeah probably but I, I didn't I didn't look at it you know like it I was I was fine I was you I was everything that was going you saw it come you, on everybody involved yeah you know so I, I I was I was cool then I'm not even gonna talk about the summers when I would come up there I was like you know I I already felt like I was. I already felt like I was going there. You know what I mean? You're already playing with us every day. Oh, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, uh, so then that September 25th, I, I wound up calling coach, wind up committing, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't know how you've been doing this the whole interview, bro. And this I know you, you, you're a different type cat. I don't Come know on. how you remember all these dates. Come on, man. All right. Hey. It's like it's, 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 hey, I, I just it's it's there because those are, those are the things that that held close to me, you know. Like yeah. a lot, uh, uh, just you know, even even I'll never forget the, the time I came up. It was like a I don't know. It may have been like a weekday, maybe a Sunday or something. This is you know before like before we really started. You had you were already in the house, not the brown house, the other house. Your senior year when okay. you was in the, 14, 13. Right, huh? Yeah. And it was one day you had called me. You was like, man, what you doing, man? I was like, I'm chilling. And this is before I even moved in or any of that. And uh, you called me. You was like, man, come come through. You and I wound up playing the game. We was just, you know, just getting our rap on. And you got to think, you and I hadn't had that since we were little. We were young. You know what I mean? Like, we we had went to – I'm going to give you – I'm about to mess you up again. We were at Five Star in Hampton, Sydney. And that was really the last time you want to see what I'm saying? Like, come on, Slim. Damn. <laughs> come, on, come on, man. Come on, man. I, hey, come on, man. Yo, that's and, crazy. Come on. And that was a big time five star camp right there. It was. Yes, it was. It was loaded that year. Yeah, it was. Everybody was in that joint. Yes, they were. Everybody. Our whole Big East was in that. Oh, man. <laughs> Amazing, right? <laughs> we were, it was already getting established then. Already, too. Who, who was what? Corey Fisher over there. Mm-hmm. Um, Scotty Brennan. So, like, it was crazy. Johnny. And, and that's when, and, and I'm not saying like before us, five star wasn't jumping, but during that time, Five Star was jumping. Cracking. Yes. Crack, man, I remember, you know who else was a big name at that time? I don't know. Whatever happens, I hope he's good. Whatever he's doing in life. Edwin Rios. Yes, I remember Edwin Rios. Yes, he from he was from, uh, yeah, where was he from? New Jersey? Nah, I thought he was from Florida. He was a lefty. Florida. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Ooh, remember him? He was at the camp too. Nick Calathis was there. Man. If I'm not mistaken, Chandler Parsons was there. Come on, man. These are, I mean, just, just, I mean, look at the names that you're naming. E-Banks, Devin E-Banks was in that Devin joint. Devin E-Banks, yeah, West Virginia, yeah, come on. These are, and this is, this is, and this is prime. This is, these are prime years. Yeah. So you got to think, just, just during that time, you and I hadn't really kicked it. You know what I mean? I had seen you here, I had seen you there, but we hadn't really kicked it. And, man, that, that, that for me, just made me feel a lot more welcome coming right. up to the school. Well, that's, good. that's good. I'm glad, I'm glad you felt that way um, because it's something I want to touch on with that as well. But getting back to you, um, so now you're officially committed to Georgetown. You have a stellar high school career. You, mm-hmm. you really dominate high school. You set your mark and, and just in the DMV as who you are and, and your resume is certified. I mean, come on. You can't get to a higher level of basketball in this area. Um, and, you know, becoming an all man and all that stuff. Now you come to Georgetown. These is this one of the questions free asks is uh, 
So when you finally get to Georgetown, what is your what is, what is your first impression as a freshman? How are you feeling about coming onto this team? How are you feeling coming onto the campus? You know, what do you feel? I was nervous because I I really hadn't I really it wasn't that I I wasn't around the guys. It was I, I really didn't I wasn't around coach a lot. You know what I mean? Just through the process, I wasn't around coach. You know, because you know he he got a million things that that are going on. Um, and it wasn't like because of the relationship that I had with Coach Bryant, I thought I was going to have that same type of relationship with Coach Thompson. Not not really knowing, you know how how you know just how he was. And, and it's and we're all different, you know what I mean? We're we're all different. And so that was probably the biggest adjustment for me, um, just not kind of having that personable relationship. You know, obviously with time it got better. Um, but just initially, it, it just I, – I didn't feel that connection with him. And obviously, you know, you, you, know, you were a senior. Um, you know, Jason was, was a junior. So, you know, you, I still had some ranks to kind of go through, and I was okay with that. Um, but I guess during that time, I think that was probably the most uncomfortable. That and just learning the offense, man, those two things um, were, 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 were definitely, you know, definitely kind of set me back because – my freshman year, I feel like I could have helped a lot more looking back on it. Good. But I feel like just with being so ball dominant in high school to now having to learn an entire system. It was different. It was different. You know what I mean? It was, it was different. I, I, was, I was used to, you know, being able to come down and break my man down. And obviously I had watched, you know, you know I had come to plenty of games. <laughs> um, but I, I looked at it like, it's That's no not going to happen to me. It's not going to happen to me. You it's know what I mean? The same thing I said. I'm like, I just averaged 30 some points last year. They, the ball they, is going, I'm going, the joint is going to come back around. Oh, I'm getting busy on this island. Believe that. That's what I'm thinking when I'm getting right. right. Have to listen here. Hey, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm here. And I'm at the crib too. Right. So you couldn't tell me I wasn't thinking about scoring 30s and 40s and being out of there after one or two years. You could not tell me. Think that. about this. You was getting doubled and tripled and with, with averaging 30. I'm I'm coming from the IAC. I'm like, man, they they triangling two and me, and I'm averaging 25. <laughs> they took the charges. Like anytime I go to the lane, it's somebody right there. Right. And this is right. Like, Right, you know, so I, I, I understand exactly where you're coming from in that aspect because I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. And, and we were right, you know, kind of in the same Oh, period. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So for me, you know, uh, Free posted this question, and Free usually comes up with all the questions and, and you know, uh-huh. kind of play off of that. And he came up with this question, and I'm looked at, I'm like, damn, I might have dropped the ball with this one. He said, how did Chris lead and support you in that position at Georgetown? So please give my opinion because I I have my opinion on what on what happened. I would like to understand. No, 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 no. Um, and I'm gonna keep it all the way real. Mm-hmm. You were you were you you were on a mission. Yep. You were on a mission, and yep. obviously as a freshman, if you ask 19, 20 year old Markel right. this question, you know, going into the sophomore year, my my answer would be entirely different. You right. were on a mission. You know what I mean? When 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 I when I really look back on that 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 entire time, right. you didn't have because at the end of the day, you were a McDonald's All-American, Jordan All-American, mm-hmm. all-time leader in, in DC and scoring. 
you know what I mean? Your, your legacy was, was, was cemented. You needed that, that extra piece because when the first thing that when we come through the door, the first thing you see is that, that damn jerseys. You see that wall. That's a haunt. That's like, I, for a while, that joint used to haunt me. I ain't going to lie. See what I mean? Because think about the practice gym. Every, t- every day, we're not practicing with a national championship joint. is. We're practicing with right. what the jerseys are. Right. You see what I mean? Right. And I think subconsciously, we don't think about, I'm not saying that we don't, you know, we want to win a national championship. We want to make it to the Final Four. But if we're seeing those jerseys every day, that's all that's going in. That's all we're thinking about. You know what it's I mean? It's very hard to separate that at 18, 19 years old, to separate that and to understand that after seeing the history, um, that that will be celebrated more so than what you do here. So the goal for real, even though the national championship is a goal, sublimely the goal is to get on that wall because you yep. feel as though that you're not going to be remembered if you're not on that wall. And, and, we, and, and, and in so many ways, a lot of us do feel that way. Yeah. Um, and it's, and I, I'm, I'm glad you asked this question because, and, I, and let, me, let me answer your question. Let me answer your question. Looking back, you were on a mission. And you had every right to be on that mission when, you know, because you had, you had did the, the, the previous year, you had did what you did. You got us, you know, you, you helped get us to the tournament. You was all tournament team. So you going into your senior year, I'm about to destroy this joint. I'm going to show these people that I can really play the position. And, you know, because we, it was probably a little bit more, you're trying to show people that, you know, you could run the pick and roll, that you could really lead. And that's what you did. I mean, obviously, we were 21 and 11. Think about if we don't drop the last three games, you don't get hurt. Who knows those little, those, 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 really those last three or four games that we dropped. If you're playing, we probably don't lose those games. Right. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I wasn't, I wasn't, able to pick up the slack because I was, I was battling. I was, because I was still trying to learn the offense. I got sick. I don't know if you remember this. I got sick before the, the our first game of the season. I was yep. sick as a dog. And yep. so I was, I was already behind, you know what I mean? Physically I'm losing weight because I'm adjusting to college. You got to think as a <laughs> freshman, I didn't been up at prep. I mean, you know, I didn't have curfew. You know what I mean? This and the third. Everybody you know, out all night. Yeah. So, you know, and, and you know, selfishly, guess what? I, I, hey, freshman year, that's all on me. That's right. all on me, you know. Right. Um, I was just, because I felt like I, because I had worked so hard to, to get there, I forgot you worked hard to get here. Right. You, you made all the sacrifices to get here. Now that you're here, now what you just going on? You just gonna throw it all away. Very honest opinion, but also at the same time, the reality of the situation is that we were fighting so much more than basketball. Probably we, so. We were fighting so much more than just actually playing the game and doing it at the level that we had always been accustomed to doing it. Absolutely. We were thrown into a fire where we didn't necessarily know where we can exploit our 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 strengths. Because that's that's the that's the culture that we kind of exemplify out there you know yeah. what I mean? instead of we we we're, we're battling so much right that we're not working to we, they want us it's like when we when we workouts and practice we gotta we gotta battle we gotta you know what i mean right. it's gotta be it's like it's dog eat dog and, and right. like, in, in practice but then we are supposed to come bring all that together when it comes game time right and right. like you said we were fighting each other more than we were 
kind of bringing it together like Slim. Yeah. You can look if you don't if on this particular because Nate and I took you a freeze play when you right. hit you hit the wing you cut and he hit you on the I back foot. Nate and I started doing that junior senior year. Yeah. He would just throw it. I'll just run, don't just bucket. You ain't worry about it. It's gonna be right there. Just put your it's hand. It's gonna be right there. That's a quick four six points that you're not even accounting for. But you won't realize that until you master this stuff. So yes. the thing about it with us is, and you didn't master it. No. Until your senior year. No, I, I because I was still trying to find ways. Like, well, it's definitely not until senior year because junior right. year was. For real, for real, Otto and Greg. Yes. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Your senior year was your chance to really revolt back to who you innately are, which is a scorer yep. and you make plays off of your scoring. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's funny because, and you know this, and you can test to this, about a year or two ago, I saw you post some highlights, and I was like, yo, if you don't tech every time down the court. <laughs> oh, you did. Yes, you did. You, you, oh, man, you got right at me about that. I was like, dog, if you don't do this every time down the court, it's nobody in the world that can stop you if you do this. You did. And then I say that. I said, it's unstoppable, bro. It's unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? And, and we we never had a chance at Georgetown from the beginning to assert that. Let us play with speed. Let us play with athleticism. Let us give, you know. Dude was definitely attacking us. Oh. But, hey, imagine how many times, how many times did a dude come down, do a little something, he hit a little fluke J, and you looking like, man, man, take the joint out, and you got to come down. And, out the way. Oh, man. Man, just everybody go on the other side, man. Watch out. Watch out. Let me go 20. Just give me one play, one time. You see one how? Time. And then he tried to flex to the crap. Nah, dog. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, didn't like it. Didn't like it. Did, definitely didn't like it. Definitely. Yeah, so so when Free posted this question, I was like, damn, Free, you trying to post, you know, put me out there but in the sense that, like, I didn't feel that I could have been the best leader that I possibly could have been at Georgetown for the simple fact that I was fighting everything all the time. I was fighting battles myself. I was fighting battles in terms of trying to become what I ultimately wanted to become, but at the same time, same time trying to please the offense and please everybody else. Yeah, you know? I know, I know. Hey, but you're not the, but you go through that. Yeah. And yeah. you in, in your experience, you know what I mean? Right. Because you're trying to, you, you, like you said, you fighting with so much because you're trying to win. You, you're trying to, you're trying to show, you know, the scouts or whatever, like I can play the position. I, I am, I am. Uh, NBA guard, I am this, I am that, you know what I mean? And then you got your own personal battles. And then you got Georgetown. You got you got gotta go to gotta go get up for the 820. Oh. Come on, man. Oh yeah, I know, I know, man. I know. It was a constant grind. And people think like, you know, I I'm not speaking on those schools, but you heard some stories of people just walk through that joint and everything is is good and well. No. You gotta be in them classes at Georgetown. I say, and that's another thing I wanna uh correct. It's not that Georgetown is the most difficult place in the world. It's no. not that it's the most difficult place because it's not that hard, to be honest with you. It's mm -hmm. just the fact that we want them schools. We got real classes. We got real classes. <laughs> we got, we got real classes. We yeah, we don't got bowling. We don't got walking. No, we don't have that. No, it's none of that. <laughs> we got real stuff you have to go. We got Roman Catholic philosophy. Yes, come on, man. <laughs> we, even, even, even. <laughs> Even the, just the, even the class, like the Spanish itself. Oh my God, if we had to take Spanish during the school year. Oh, oh no, 
been out of school. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, so. Between Spanish and that computer class that we had to take in the summertime. You had to take that joint? We had to walk up to the hill? Did you ever have to take that? Keep going, keep going. Keep going. So it was a computer class that we take up yes, by the hospital. Yes, by the hospital. Yes. <laughs> I <didn't think> that. <laughs> Hey, I used to be like, duh, I don't know what, and, and the thing about that, that was the only class I took in college that was in the afternoon. That joint was at like five or six. You took that during the school year? No, in the summertime. Oh, yeah, in the summertime. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, because I'm so accustomed to you to this day, we're the same way. We work out in the morning. Morning, come on, We man. get it out. Five, six o'clock in the morning, we get out work out. By the time people are having their coffee and all that stuff, mm-hmm. bro, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't work out two, three times. I'm Gucci. Like, what's, what's y'all doing today? You even know? if I don't make it back in the afternoon, even if I don't, come on. I man. did. I, my work is already done for the day. I'm done, yes. So, yes. so for me, I I didn't mind when we had 6 a.m. workouts and stuff right. like that. But I'm already up. PM class? Oh, that was that was tough because I'm kind of uh, I'm waiting on the you know the Olympics or something to come on. This. Oh man, yeah. Uh, I'm not. I got a game I'm about to go to or something, and I can't take a nap before the game. Oh no, no. <laughs> that was you know the Ken League joint. I gotta check. I gotta check Tony Skin tonight. You know he gonna try to. Oh, try he trying to, to get one because he because he's still playing. Oh my God! So you know, <laughs> that used to be my mindset. So I used to be like, you know, maybe I should just skip this joint. Nah, nah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna, gonna, talk get, that. We ain't gonna get that deep. We ain't gonna get that. So uh, speaking of Georgetown, man, you you end up you turned it up. You had a great career, and and that Georgetown. Tell me some of your most memorable moments from being a Hoya. Okay, so obviously freshman year, our game against Missouri. Ooh, that's one of the great. Talk us about that, man. Yeah, because that yeah. was the. That's when I was like, yeah, this is. This, I mean, I'm I'm in college basketball now. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you got to think we went in the intimate territory. I mean, obviously it was a neutral site. I was a Missouri site. game. Yeah. You know what I mean, we we basically had Missouri, and then I had I had some family there because my right. dad originally is from East St. Louis, Illinois. So a lot of my family, um, you know, they 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 came to the game. They bought tickets, hotels. So, you know, that was, that was, that was big for me. Right. Um, probably, I mean, obviously winning the Big East, you know. Right. Oh, I'm going to give you another one freshman year when we beat Syracuse at Syracuse. That was big. That was a big game because we hadn't beat them. We hadn't beat them in a minute. You know what I mean? So First time in JT3 area at winning at the Dome. Mm-hmm. So that, you got to think, so that game. Uh, obviously, the game when we my my junior year, what my auto went berserk. Uh, I'm gonna give you another game freshman year. Our game against Memphis. So was that home? Was big shouldering. Uh, what was the guy? He was in my class. Tyreek. No, no, that was here. That was here. That was. Oh, oh nine. That was your junior. Year. Oh, you talking about Will and uh and, yeah. and Joe Jackson? Joe Jackson. Yeah, that was big, big shouldering. <laughs> No disrespect to Joe Jackson. No disrespect. So we oh, never lost to Memphis. We never lost to Memphis. When, no, when, no. We never lost. We never no, lost. No, no, I take that back. My freshman year, we lost. But, to but they, they, they went to the national championship. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, so, but no, nah, that, yeah, no, man. I was, I was just remember. I was, I remember watching that like on the bench just man, like, I think I looked at uh, Hollis and like, oh, he cannot stay in front of Chris. Lay up every time. <laughs> Oh my gosh! The only, but I'm gonna tell you another crazy thing. Remember the dude that be doing them crazy dunks? Ooh, please talk about it. Please. Oh man! I think did he catch it off the rim 
It was so, so he had a dunk in that game. Slim, I'm trying to. I was trying to. We talked about we had Henry and Jason on uh-huh. uh, a couple weeks ago, and we talked about this. Me and Free with Henry and Jason. So I remember that play like it was yesterday. Dude drove down the lane and gave him like a little shovel pass. He Hollis Thompson. Uh, oh, that's what. <laughs> Hollis Thompson jumped and he landed his feet in the air. Oh my God! Yes. And if you watch the play, it's on YouTube. Please. I gotta, I gotta go rewatch the play. Henry Sims is in that play too. He tries to admit that he's not in the play, but he's just the, no. Henry was in the play. Was I remember the play. play. Henry was in the play. Right. So then we come back to the. So it's a timeout. Timeout. Everybody, all we, everybody was laughing. <laughs> everybody was dying laughing. Oh, Coach even had the joke, man. That thing was crazy. Yeah. Coach was cracking. Yeah, that was a great memory, man. That was that was funny because literally that whole time out, we couldn't even talk about no schemes. No, we was literally laughing. Everybody, Coach Hunter, Coach Cox, Prue, everybody was cracking up. Oh laughing. man, you couldn't do nothing but laugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I, man, think about it. If I'm going back to all these other times, imagine how many memories I have at Georgetown, man. Uh, definitely right. when we won when we won the regular season. Yeah. Um, because. Going from my freshman year to my sophomore year, I was determined, like, just where I was physically and mentally, I never wanted to go back to that. Right. I never wanted to be back in that space. So my mission, and, and a lot of people don't know this, that summer before we, you know, you get that three weeks, you know, before you come back on campus for summer school, um, every day, that's that for those three days, for those three weeks, I'm sorry, I was working out outside. I had to remember the big the big ball. I had the big ball, the heavy rope, the speed rope, and the outdoor ball. And I used to go to this court. Uh, it was like a hidden court. It, it, it's in a neighborhood. And I was working out, out there. It, they, one side of the court was bent. The other one was probably like eight feet, but it didn't even matter. I needed to get back to me. You know what I mean? You was on your Tommy Shepard. I was out there. <laughs> I'm one, hey, I'm telling you. And the, and, the, and the crazy thing about, I don't know if this lady still lives there. It was this one lady. She would come out and sit on her porch. And she would, you know, in her backyard, I'm sorry. And she would just watch me. And, you know, she and I, we wound up, you know, having a, some type of report. Nothing, nothing crazy. would bring me a bottle of water every once in a while. Yeah, sure. And because I needed to get back to, like, that dude, that's the that that be the worst version of you ever, ever, ever. You know what I mean. We're never gonna be that guy ever again. Right. And you know what I mean. Just just got back in my mode, and then you know obviously transitioned transitioned to my sophomore year, and um, we did some big things my sophomore year as well. Um, beating Memphis at Memphis because that was a quick turnaround. We beat Memphis uh, in Maui. Should have beat Kansas that year. Man, I had a bonehead play. This play was the craziest. We playing Kansas. I think we were either up or down. Mm-hmm. I had the ball. I remember. I just did something. And I just lost. I just lost the ball. Like I don't know what happened. Like even still to this day, I I can put myself in that gym right now, and I I still don't know how I lost. The ball. I just I did something. I just lost the joint. I just right. just lost the ball. Um, and then we wound up beating Memphis. That was a good game. Uh, in Maui, and then we wind up playing them like a week or two later, right before the Christmas break here, and we beat them again. Right. And, you know, the, the, that was the sophomore. And, you know, obviously one in the regular season. That was an historic year for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
man, the, the just beating beating Syracuse at home. Yeah, that's that's nothing better than that. Not and because I I felt some type of way because when you got hurt, we lost to Syracuse at home. Right. I think that was one of our last games. Yep. And yep. you know, for, you know, for y'all said, yeah, exactly. So to do it to get you, you know basically, huh? You played your butt off that game. Man, hey. I remember that. I remember that. I was because it was a, because I, I didn't. I didn't forget y'all seeing that we lost. You know, you it's just certain things that kind of that kind of. And then it, this was our chance to cement ourselves in some type of history. Mm. You know, because I never really played well at the Carrier Dome, but right. at home, no, nah, they they I gotta let these people know. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I was a part of this thing. You know what I mean? And um, you know, we wound up winning. You know, uh, you know, raising the trophy. Uh, senior year was was a little rough because we we dealt with so many injuries. You know, Josh Smith came transferred. Uh, you know, he he was with us for half the year. Greg got hurt that year. Jabril broke his jaw. Mm. I mean, we just had you know Nate was battling some stuff. I mean, it was just so many different things that course of that year. Right. Um, we had freshmen that we were trying to develop. Um, right. It was just. It was right. a lot going on after that senior year. But, you know, we, we were still able to manage, you know, wind up losing. Yes, yes. As, as throughout your career at Georgetown, and you 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 really stayed, you, you know, you represented. You represented yourself, representing your name, representing the, 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 the community, us, in a very spectacular way. Um, what do you think are the misconceptions, or if there are misconceptions, this is a question posted by Free as well, misconceptions, or if there are about, a college athlete in particular, in particular, what do you think is the misconception about Georgetown athletes and what we go through as individuals? Well, on the, I'll say if you ask a Georgetown student if we do any work, they, of course they'll be like, you guys don't do anything. But that's not true. That ain't true. That's not true because when in the summertime, when we there all year, we there all year. Yeah. Think about what I just said. We got three weeks. Yeah, at yeah that's it. That's it. It is no, there is no, if you're not from, if you, I mean, even Christmas, Christmas break. On campus. you on campus. You got games. Think about uh, Thanksgiving. I mean, we missing pretty much everything. Everything. We missing pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that, um, I think the biggest misconception is when we, the thing that we got to move on, from, the, that moving forward now is, Everybody always talks about the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. I think the biggest misconception is that we've done some stuff in the 2000s as well. Absolutely, man. You know I mean? Absolutely. And I understand, like, we haven't, you know, we haven't made it to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight Final Four, you know, national championship, but we've done some pretty historic stuff mm -hmm. uh, in the 2000s. Yep. It would be great for us to get back to, you know, those, 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 those glory, glory days. Um, but that's just not where we are right now. You know, right. obviously we're in a period of transition. We have a lot of things that are a lot of moving pieces and we just can't, it's just been difficult for us because it's been one thing after another. And right. some, some stuff we can control, some things have been out of our control. But I think moving, I think the, the biggest misconception is, is that we're not the team of the 80s and 90s anymore. We're the team of the 2000s. And we, mm -hmm. we, we all, as, a, as Georgetown basketball, we have to move, we have to realize and understand like, okay, we need to adjust to the times. What do you think is the biggest thing that we're missing right now 
as a program? Um, we don't have enough of us up there. Us, but meaning what? What's us mean? Formal players. We don't have enough. You know, we don't. We we just don't. I mean, and and obviously you're you're still going. You're still doing your thing. But I don't see a reason why you shouldn't be up there. You know, when you when you're done, I don't see a reason why you shouldn't be up there. I mean, I'll tell you this. I went up there. I was gonna hang it up. Um, right. You know, I had a bad stint. Um, it was just a bad year. Let me just put it to you that way. Right. Um, it wasn't going. Things weren't going how I. <laughs> um, my third year out, I went to Germany. I rolled my ankle before the, you know, because I was on a tryout with right. uh, Frankfurt, and right. I rolled my ankle against Berlin. Freak it. Just I'm just running, just running through. That, just turn my ankle, just like that. So they wind up cutting me. I came home for two months, then wind up going. I'll do a milliard of grease. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was three hours away from Athens. Me and some of the dudes on the team used to yeah, Man, we used to go just to go to McDonald's. <laughs> drive three hours right. to go to Athens just to go to McDonald's. Right, right. And then come back right. just to go to McDonald's. And right. uh, so then, you know, I came home. And, um, you know, I was interested in, in potentially, you know, doing the grad assistant. So, you know, this is when Pat, first Big Pat, had, you know, initially came on. Right. And, um, you know, I went up there, I met with him. I told him I was interested in doing the grad assistant, you know, told me he was going to give me a call. You know, I guess things didn't, you know, work out, pan out the way that they, you know, should have or the way I would have liked them to. Um, so, you know, I felt like if we had more of us, more guys that, really live the experience that that were in those 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 dog fights because you know and not to take away from the you know the last final four group you know they had a very unique group absolutely they, they had a very unique group ever, man. you know and yeah. I, I don't I think I think we've had some some really good talent that have that's come up there but how to manage that talent to to get everybody on one accord I think has been a, another issue as well to get all these different personalities. I'll never forget when Dwayne Wade came and played pickup with us. This was your, your senior year and Chris Paul. The first thing both of them said was, man, y'all got too many alpha males. Yeah. You know, we had, we, because everybody wants to be, not everybody, but we had a lot of guys that felt like they were top dog. You know, and, they, and, and of course, you know, like, the, the, like they say, crabs in a barrel. If, if I'm trying to get out, you know, I'm not trying to, I mean, obviously, the DMV guys, we're trying to, you know, that, that's just kind of how we are. You know, when we get it, we're going we gonna to uplift one another, but it can't just be us. We all have to be trying to lift each other up. And I don't think we've had, and you've had the experience, I've had the experience where we need to be trying to uplift one another to get back to where we were, you know. So. Two, things, two things to that. One is um, we don't have an ecosystem. We don't have an ecosystem of coaches. We don't have an ecosystem of connections with the Jordan brand, with Nike, with, I don't know, anywhere. If we want to get on Wall Street, you know, where we can plug people in. There's other programs that do that. I think that's something that, as as a group, we need to form. Absolutely. Um, and try to make that something that's uh, viable for the next kids that are coming out, for the next young men that are coming out. Even just with the uh, the transition for the guys that don't make it. To exactly. Exactly. Yeah, just like 
what agencies to, 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 to take a look at? Who can I talk to? Who can I trust? What financial advisors? What is the right path to go? Is Portsmouth best for me or do I just go take this route over here? Do I just go G League? Is, where, where is those type of things? These are a lot of questions that you come out. You kind of just out just, there. You kind of out there. You kind of, I don't want to say you're on your own, but you're on your own. In a lot of ways, you were on your own, and that's where a lot of way a lot of people felt the drop off with Georgetown was that um, after you go through these battles and you've done so much for the for for the program, we went to wars. We went wars. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and you feel so strongly about it that after you feel that mate, you you should be helped. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. your, Your goals and dreams as well. Another thing I want to mention is that I have a question for you and because I think it's dear to you and it's dear to me because I think we pride ourselves on working a certain way. Absolutely. On executing a certain way, on how we carry ourselves, how we dress, how we, how we represent our families, our names. I strongly believe that that's what you're about. Absolutely. With that being said, how do you handle the fact that people associate Georgetown and why no guards have went to Georgetown for the fact that me and you and Austin Freeman went to the NBA. Ah, man. How do you feel about that? Do you hear that rhetoric? Or, and the fact that people don't come to Georgetown because of our experiences. Uh, yeah, I mean, man, let me tell you something. The way Jason Clark used to bust my ass day in and day out, Right. And, and the reason why I didn't say Jason Clark is because Jason Clark is from Virginia. Virginia, right? I understand. No, no, no. you just talking about dudes. Like I know, I know exactly what you mean. But I, I, I just threw Jason out there because yeah. Jay, you, Jay, myself, free. We got game. Game. You know I mean, we got game. I'm sorry. I, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. You take us anywhere in the world. We gonna be able to do us. Yeah, you good. You know what I mean? Um, I just think that. Uh, by, by, by us not making it, I think that has discouraged a lot of people because we made a lot of noise. A lot of noise. Made a lot of, and, and you got to think, you and Free were all Americans. I wasn't on, I wasn't on, I wasn't on the circuit and I was still top 100. Right. Because right. I was still able to go to NBA players and I was, and then I was able to just to carve my way through NBA players and the Nike clamps because I wasn't on the scene. So when I was showing up, dude, like, man, who was that? Then after the game is, Slim can play. Right. You know what I mean? And I think people don't want to come to Georgetown because of the stigma of, you know, we're not really doing a good job of recruiting the area. We don't have any guys. What do you think we need to do to recruit the area? How, do we, how can we get the next Markel? How can we get these guys out of the area? What, what do we need to do to, to, make it, uh, to make it marketable to come back to Georgetown? Um, we got to get in with 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 takeover. We got to get in with Durant. Right. We get in with Durant. We got. I mean, that's the only way. Those is if you're not Paul of Six, Demarco Gonzaga, you know any say any of the WCAC schools. You got different handlers, and most of the time, the handler is the AAU coach. Talk about it. Talk so about it. You you have to you have to you have to be able to bridge that gap with. You know, regardless of this, that, and the third, and you you have to have those connections with those programs. You have to have the connection because more than anything else, they're sending guys because they have. You you talk about 
uh, takeover. They have college coaches, guys that have come through the program. They have college coaches. Yeah. You, you look at Durant. I mean, Durant obviously is, you know, obviously they're, they're making that way, but they have got, they're putting guys in schools where they like, man, they're going to shade guys to go there. Like uh, Kevin Braswell was saying, he right. probably had tons of dudes you know, just coming from his area. Come on, son. I've been watching the show. Hey, man. Shout out to Mark Hill. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. I've been watching the show, man. To the dog Oh, man. All the stuff, boy. He got it. Oh, man. Appreciate you, brother. My brother is connected, man. Yes. And 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 of course, like <laughs> he would he would have been able to to, you know, yeah, you know, through his words that he would have been able to send some guys. Sure, sure. Come on. Just off the strength of you and I, uh, and, and so what I what, what I mean by when, to piggyback on what you just said, the strength of you and I and Austin as well is the fact that we are guys that people still associate with daily. In yes, this you know how many people have gotten on right. Through, you know what I mean that we have through the people. Yeah. That, I'm not saying I'm the gatekeeper. I'm not trying to say Mark nope. gatekeeper. We're not trying to claim none yeah, of that. I'm not, because, right, exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm not, I'm not saying any of We are a strong part of this community, and our names resonate with a lot of people, and, it, and, it, and it's a big part. In, and I think, and if we, if we are strong in this community, it'll be a big part in people's decision-making because Absolutely. we've been through every step of the way with every, all these kids are going through. There's Absolutely. nothing we haven't been through. Nothing. It's not. It's nothing that they're going to go through that we haven't already endured. No. What? Oh, because it's not called the Peace Jam anymore. I'm just hypothetically saying it's called. It's called. It's called Orange Jam. No, we 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 did that. You know what I mean? The Red Star instead of Peace Jam. Exactly. Come on. You know, it's it's nothing. It's nothing that they are going to endure or that they haven't been through that we haven't. Damn, bro. We old man. Cause that's. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's how the old heads used to talk to us, man. <laughs> Kev, we on the other side, man. I don't like it, man. I don't like my head. I don't like losing my head, man. I don't like it. Hey, what? I'm in the barbershop the other day, man. Shout out Shopper Image. Right. Hey, all the barbers in Shopper Image. Hey, I'm in the barbershop. We just had this conversation. Uh -huh. You're like, man, would you want some youngins to call you OG? I'm like, oh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey, don't hey. do that. Don't Not do that. that. That's a badge of honor, though. You got to take uh, that. That's you what know. they were saying. You went through them that's records. That's what they were saying. got to take man, that. Jay, Mike cut me. JJ going to say, man, that's a badge of honor, man. Don't, yeah. don't embrace that. Yeah, embrace you got to take that. that. Oh, you got to take that, Kel. That means we certified. We done went through the ranks. Man, I'm not ready, man. I, I, you, you're right. You're absolutely right, but I'm not <laughs> ready, not man. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to be one of the youngest, man. You still trying to figure out where we going tonight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's real stuff, real stuff right there. Nah, that, that's good, though, because I think that it's important. Um, and, and, and shout out to Jay Gavin and Trust Your Grind. Oh, man, shout out. Hey. I was I wanted to get into that man. I, matter of yeah. fact, I got I always got my trusty yeah. grind on, yeah. man. Damn, yeah. big shout out to, to Jay yeah. Gavin, my man EJ, Nate yeah. Britt. These I mean these are dudes yeah. that I'm with. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, you know, EJ, my man. EJ five thousand. Yeah, I be seeing <laughs> yeah, that, that's my man. That, that man, hey, that man, that's my man. Matter of fact, and it's uh, ironically enough that today is his birthday. So EJ, happy birthday, big dog. We on record, man. I got you on record. <laughs> 
Happy birthday, EJ, from the Dog Talk. We showing love to you, man. We showing love, man. We showing love. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so just to transition, you know, obviously, I think the DMV and what I want to what I want to say about Treasure Grind is that Treasure Grind is a guy that we both grew up with, Jay Gavin, that grew up in the same camp as you, Keith Williams, yep. and he's down extension of him. He's he's carrying on a legacy of, of of breeding the next generation of talent and cultivating it in a, in a, in a positive way, teaching these kids the right way. And I think that's important for people to understand is that these are direct neighbors and brothers of us. And these people are connected with us on so many different levels. We competed oh. with them. We've, we've, uh, shit, we've lost with them. We've won with them. We've, we've, we've proud with them. We've been associated with these oh people. Oh my God, we got too much history. So, so to understand why we are so adamant on saying that these are the certain things that we need in order for the program to get back is because we know, we feel, we, we feel as a part of, we know the kids that are coming up next. You know, uh, we know the kids that are coming up. We we have access to these people. Absolutely. We, have, we have, we can connect with you. We can work out with these kids. So um, I think it's important for me and you, the dog talk, when I'm speaking on me, I'm speaking on the dog talk, me and free, to give back and to show these kids uh, the, the perspective that we have now. Because it was given to us in so many different ways. Oh, man. We will be, wow. be doing a total disservice to, to our community if we didn't give back how much was poured into us over the years. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's why I'm excited to to take that stamp of an OG. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I see, I see, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I'm with you. I'm because with you. that's a, that's a part of us, man. This is a part of how we were raised, how we were made into who we are. Why you sitting here the way you are is because of the, the people that poured into us daily, you know? And, and you don't realize it until you, like you say, till you get into a certain level. And right. like you said, like Dudes looking at like, man, yeah, I remember you, man. You was at Georgetown. Yeah. Like, man, I'm I'm years removed. I'm yeah. years removed. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Just to get that 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 love back, man. Like, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I, no, no, I'm embracing. Embrace that. You I, 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 I'm, I'm learning, man. I'm not I'm not fully ready, but I'm. Learning. <laughs> <laughs> you put in that pain, Kale, and you still oh, think, you go ten toes down with it. That it's hard for you to look up and see that all the stuff that you've done. And then respect it because you ain't thinking about you ain't thinking about your age. You ain't think you you in great shape. You always been in great shape. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to stay young, man. I'm trying yeah, to stay you can young. get into it with the best of them. So it's it's not a matter of you know you feeling old. It's just a matter of that's a stamp, though. My man, certified shit. We we need to give him a badge. My my goal is, and I hope don't nobody steal my idea, but I'm gonna say it on on. on oh, go ahead. Is to have the DMV awards. Probably so. And I would like to have an award show where the DMV is being represented similar to like a BET Awards or a Source Awards and all that. And we give Man, a Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? The, the names? Man, it's so many names. It's so many. It's Man, so that's, that's a crazy that's idea. What I want the dog talk to be a part of in this community. It's more than just going to be a podcast. I wanted to be embraced in the community to the point where people are knowing that acronym. People are knowing the TDT stands for the dog talk and that exactly. we embrace in the community. And um, so I just say like guys like you who are who are going to be the leaders of this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You're not because of, the, because of the platform that we've been given. We have to understand that in order to, 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 to push the culture forward, we got to be in this together. Absolutely. No, hey, hey, hey. 
And that goes with George. I've been, I've been watching the show. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, come on, man. I, you know, I, I got, I got, I can throw names around all day, man. Yeah. I, I can do that all day. Right, just right. hey, whatever y'all need, man. Just let me know. Just right. let me you know. It's always been like that. And as many times as you and I, you know, through through the journey, you and right. I, we might not dialect every day or right. every one week, but every once in a while, you know, you and I, we dialogue a little bit. And right. yeah, man, for sure. Just, just, man, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. So I, I want to ask you this, and this is something that um has been near to me and dear to me because I think we grew up, as I, I've said, yeah, yeah, absolutely, in a similar in a similar format. Um. Growing up, we weren't street kids. We didn't grow up on the street. Uh, we grew up in a family. We grew up in a house. We we had rules. We had a mother and father. We were blessed to have that. Uh, we were blessed to 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 know what that's like and to understand that. Yeah. And that's something that's that that means a lot, you know, especially to me with me and my journey now with you know having kids and all that stuff and having a family and all that. Um, that's so crazy, man. Yeah. I remember when your son was first born. Right. We wound up playing y'all in Italy, and I'm like, man, what's up, Dad? Right. I remember, right. I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine it. Right. My man got a son now. Right. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Right. right. It's, and it's and it's a blessing because that just goes to show you that the ball keep bouncing, man. <laughs> hey, you think it's gonna stop and end with you, but it doesn't, man. Right. It doesn't. And that's, and that's something that's special to me. So, um, as a player, what are some of the most valuable lessons? you learn overall that you can carry over to to the real world because you ain't have to learn on the street. You ain't have to learn through trials and tribulations and drugs or whatever it may be that, you know, plagues a lot of our communities. Right. How did your evolution as a man, basketball play such a vital role to that? How has that taught you? I think uh, the biggest thing, the discipline, mm -hmm. you know, you and I probably, you know, I, I can't speak on everybody, but you and I, I felt like, um, in the in a grand scheme, in a, in a larger scheme of things, are the two most probably one of the two um, hardest working guys that have come through. And I'm not excluding anybody. I'm not excluding anybody um, to come through 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 Georgetown University. Just you know, um, the commitment. You know, you gotta. It's and I, I would say commitment too, discipline and commitment. You have to make a commitment to want to do this. How many guys do we know that, you know, obviously we can't control how our bodies react. And think about you playing with MS. Mm -hmm. You playing, you're playing with this and you're playing at a, at a high level. Imagine if you weren't going through that, right, where right. you would be, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I think you have to make a commitment, not only to yourself, but the people around you have to understand that, that commitment. You know, right. you could have, all these other distractions. I think that's the one thing that we learned about um, with the Michael Jordan uh, documentary, you know, the Bulls documentary, rather, uh, that Jordan had all these different distractions going on, and he's still going out and getting 34. You know, it, like, it's like, I understand I'm doing this, all this other stuff is going on, but I'm still. But this is, what I'm, this is what I do. This is what I do. That provides for all that. Yeah, because if I'm not doing this, all that other stuff really well, doesn't matter. Yeah, it goes out the window. Right. And I think, um, I think when, I look, when I look now on the, the guys that are coming up, you know, you have some guys, you know, right. you can't do both. You can't, right. you can't, you can't have one foot in, one foot out. No, you can't. You, you, you just can't. So I think that basketball has taught me 
to be disciplined about my craft. If you want to be good at anything, it's going to require some level of discipline. It's a very small number of people that are just over the top talented. As yeah. good, as great as LeBron James is, as great as Kobe Bryant was. It worked. They, they worked. You can see in, in how LeBron's game has evolved over a period of time. You can look at his body and tell he works. I ain't going to lie to you, Kel. This is the favorite. This is my – I'm a LeBron James fan. I, I don't know if – okay. what do you play in the NBA? Who uh, my favorite right, when, all time or right now? Oh, right now. My man keep getting plagued by injuries, man. And I, I don't like it, but I, I'm a big Kyrie guy. I'm a big Kyrie guy, too. I'm a big, I'm a big Kyrie guy. Shout out to Kyrie Irving for all the things. Big shout out to Kyrie Irving. $1.5 that he donated to the women that decided to sit out. The movie that he made for Breonna Taylor, you know, giving 300-plus food or meals, giving the family. I mean, Kyrie is really standing behind what he's saying. So you got to respect that. Rest in heaven, the congressman. Uh, 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 we, just, we just had it up. I just lost his name. Uh, just passed away. Yes, yeah, gotta be, gotta get, gotta give him a, you yeah, know, Justin Lewis and yeah. and his contribution to everything that we are, you know, stand for now sure. as a community. Yeah. Uh, he was one of our, you know, our our, our our pillars. He was one of the pillars of our community. Absolutely. Uh, but what I was saying. No, is yeah, that, but I know. My bad. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but I, I'm I'm big on I'm big on Kyrie because uh, I think from a skill because you and you know that I'm Dude. big. On, yeah, I'm big. I'm I'm all skill and yeah. will. That's that's it. <laughs> skill and will. I'm not the biggest dude in the world, but hey, I'm gonna give you a lot of skill because yeah, I'm giving you a lot of skill and my will. Hey, I'm gonna go score this. I don't know how. I'm gonna score. I'm gonna get a bucket. I'm gonna get a bucket. I'm gonna get a bucket. What I was saying. What I was saying was, and I agree. Kyrie is phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. He's a wizard with the basketball. Mm -hmm. This for me, LeBron James is a favorite LeBron James that I've seen in, in his entire okay. career. The, this, this might be the best. I mean, obviously, athletically, he's still doing it at a high level. It's not, not the same. Buzz, right, right. right. But he dominates. He dominates. He, he dominates the game. He dominates. From, from the, in the beginning of the year, uh, Orlando Johnson, I used to, we used to, uh, when we, we used to get on the bus in Saratoga, we used to come in like, man, what's up with Brown, man? Is he taking another <laughs> year off? But, you know, he hadn't – because you got to think, when is the last time Brown has taken that many months off? Never. You know, just from not being in the playoffs. Never. Finals. So, he's still working the rust off. Right. And for the next – after that first, like, month, man, he went on a – he was dominating the league. The worst thing that happened to him was that the season got shut down. You know what I'm saying? Because he was on a on a, a nasty tear. Oh, we could talk about NBA and sports. Oh, and yeah, we could do, yeah. And I love to talk about NBA and all that, but this is about my brother Markel Starks. And I want to ask you now. Next next question I would love to ask you is: um, Now you've been playing basketball all over the world, man. You've been in Australia. You've been in Turkey. You've been yep. in Germany. Uh, shout out to Chris Wright on the sign in the Afyon. Going back uh, to Turkey. Big shout out. Yeah, I just signed my deal to go to Turkey this year. Um, yes, sir. Maybe year 10 for me. We're going to see what happens. I'm going to keep doing what I do. Does it feel like 10 years? Yeah. Hell yeah. You've been some places too, man. I'm going to say it feel like 10 years because of the amount of ups and downs that involves multiple sclerosis. Man. Yeah. 
and the ebbs and flows of that. That's it's a whole challenge in itself. I'm sure. I'm sure. And, and also the fact that I feel like I don't get the respect that I deserve overseas because of multiple sclerosis because I've carried multiple teams to many different heights, and I still don't think that. You've done it in the Cups. You've done it in – yeah, definitely did it in Italy. How many years did you play in Italy? Played five years. So that's the set. That's really second home. Yeah, I mean, my my kid, my son sounds like he's Italian. Like my like mama mia, like what? <laughs> you, me young, bro. You, you be looking at him like oh, oh son. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, but it's cool though because it's a whole right. thing. That yeah, I mean, but that's the but people yeah. don't understand that's the life that we live. You know, right? Child, you know, he's I mean, he's five, he's seven years old, and I spent five years there. You know, so five years of his life was there. I mean, he was basically speaking a language. Yeah, and, and he probably won't ever forget it, you know. Yeah, won't, won't. His whole hand signals and all that is all oh, the time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, so, nah, so um, for me, yeah, back to my question about you. Uh, what is the biggest, what do you think the biggest challenges are for you overseas? And, and, and being, being, being away, you know, obviously, because, you know, everybody's like, man, it ain't nothing going on back here, man. It's same old two-step, but you... I've been telling myself time. that, too, but it's tough. Man, think about every time we get on a plane, that's a year gone. Gone. That's a, that's a year gone. So that means somebody's getting older. You know what I mean? Obviously, we don't, we don't want to see it, but our parents, that's a year. Our parents are getting older. We ourselves are getting older. So yep. it's... Yeah, it might be the same two-step. It might not be a lot going on, but a lot is going on during that during that time. A lot of stuff is changing. I think uh, just when you come home from the summer, you know, because we we max ten weeks, eleven, twelve. You get if you get three months at home, man, you had a summer. Man, <laughs> like, man. You, you you have, if you get ninety days, <laughs> if you get ninety days at home from overseas, it's nothing to complain about. It's not. So I think I think with obviously having COVID come, you know, the, our season getting cut short, it was a blessing being able to come home just to spend that time with my pops, my mom, uh, just you know, just. Although it's not a lot going on, nothing really is going on, yeah. but just to be home, you know what I mean? It's just good to be home, bro. Oh, God. Yeah, I be trying to tell, like, man, just I don't want to go yet. Like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> you, you know, you know how it is. Dreading. I'm not ready. I got four days left. Oh, oh my gosh. Hey. Did have they? Uh, uh, you don't got to tell me, but have they told you when they when they want you to fly? You got your ticket yet? They told me, and I'm like, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Right now, but I'm like, man, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I, <laughs> hey, I, I I go through it all. Last year, I was home ten weeks. That was the shortest amount of time that I had been home, mm-hmm. and I felt like. And you you let my dad tell me, man. I felt like you were home a lot last summer than you were this summer. I'm like. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm saying. No. no. no I, I think I think just for me, um, I can I can adjust. Like I said, I've been living by myself since I was 15. You know, right. here and there, two, three months with my people. But it's and I'm not saying I'm missing so much, but you know, every once in a while it does it, it does feel nice to hear your language. People that's talking like you, you know what I mean? Seeing familiar faces. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, basically a single guy, 
and living on my own. I'm, I'm cooking for myself. I'm cleaning for myself. Not that I'm not that I'm living foul, but right. I'm doing all of these things on my own. You know what right. I mean? With, with, with no with <laughs> any assistance. So, uh, you know, when I, when, you know, you go through a bad stretch of games, you know, your people sometimes can't really relate because they're not in the practices. They're not, you, they, you're not getting a vibe from upper management and stuff like that. So now you got to have even tougher skin. Right. So all of that, the weather right. is cold outside, right. you know, is one of the dudes on your team you really not really getting with because he I don't, rock I don't really you know what I mean <laughs> you know what I mean? you might have some Americans they you know you you gotta you gotta establish a bond with them yeah. they yeah. might have you know not that anything yeah. kick off that you know different things that they into but you American so you kind of got a bond because you only speak you the only two that really speak English <laughs> gotta kick it. But Man. if that was back in the crib, you wouldn't even really, you wouldn't even really, you know what I'm saying? Probably, you know, yeah, bro, you cool, whatever. I'm a holler at you type thing. But on the same team, you like my right, it's like EJ with you, you right. know, exactly. Hey, yeah, you know, what right, I'm exactly. Partners with me, so it's you know, oh. it's different, you know. It's so, it's, so I think with that, I think that, um, I can adjust to that, you know what I mean? Right. I can adjust to that. Right. But I think just, you know, just kind of just missing home, you know, right. not being able to go to oohs and ahs or, right. you know what I mean, just the little stuff like that, you know. Right. What I mean? So, and, and that's a great point, which kind of segues into the last uh, question I have. Um, we got, I got a couple more questions. We're going to get out of here. But it's been a great interview. Again, thank you for being here with us and sitting here and, and just chopping it up with me, man. I wish my brother... Absolutely. I know. I wish I, w- I wish I could have got my laugh on my man Free. Man, yeah. if, if Free was here... We might be here all day. All day, man. All day. Oh my gosh, that yeah, dude is and, hilarious, man. Pleasure to talk to you, man. You, I mean, I'm such a big fan of you and everything that you. Man, do. like, hey, man, everything, hey, it's it's reciprocated, man. Right. I, you, right. I'm embracing you how you embracing me, man. Right. Come on, right. it's Come genuine on. Love here. And yes, I, and what I want to ask you, as a professional basketball player, most importantly, you've been overseas for your career. What toll has that taken on? And this might be something you might not want to answer. What toll has this taken on you and impact has it had on you being in a relationship? You know? Okay, so no, I, I can definitely, I can and, definitely touch on me that. Girl, you know, whatever it is. No, I, I mean, we can, we can just keep it because we have, like you said, we have the younger generation that's right. watching this as well. Right. And, you know, not everybody, not all of us are going to make it to the NBA. Right. And if you let, the, the, the people in our area, because, you know, we, we know people in our area, they going to tell you who a pro before they a pro. You know, we all experts in the We're area. Who's over here? Oh, man, we, we know. Hey, man, I'm telling you, in two years, he going to be a, he a pro. He's not going to be a pro, man. <laughs> yeah, bro, where? Where is he going to play <laughs> And you back with Stan? Right. <laughs> Come on. So, but I think when... I mean, obviously, you you have been able to do it, you know, with your family, you know, how you all have made, you know, even when, you know, you and I both had Deron Washington as, yeah. as, as teammates, yeah. how he's been able to do it. Yeah. Um, shout out to Deron Washington. Yeah. Um, so I think for myself, being a, being a, having, you know, having a girlfriend back home, uh, just that whole dynamic, it's tough because you're not getting that same you know, it's it's more than just, it's it's the bond that you that you're not having the physical contact. Nothing, right. you know, nothing like that. But just not no, seeing it is like 
<laughs> See, I was, I'm trying to hold up, man. Come on, man. This they got to talk to these children. We're not going to we are not being appropriate. I'm just saying this is the reality of the situation when you become a professional basketball player. It's tough. You know what I'm saying you do you want to even if you don't have it like having a significant other works for some people. Yep. Having a significant like for me, having my family there, having my wife and my kids is what I want to do because as, when I was when I was coming out of school and I, my mother could tell you this, my father could tell you, I always wanted kids young. Because mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to have my kids. They all, you know what I'm saying? So out of our crew, out of people our age, I'm the first one that had kids. Well, hey, I was surprised. I ain't going to lie to you. I was surprised. When I was, I was like, man, Chris, I had a kid. Oh, my goodness. Because for real, for real, you still want to be able to check it up. Oh, yeah. I'm scared. You know, oh, I'm scared. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Right. <laughs> right. You know, so, I, um, so for me, that was always a part of my journey and my plan. Like, I, I wanted this, you know. And so for me, like, you know, players that are in their careers, I always want to ask them, you know, how, how was that handling? How do you feel? Is that something that you want to do or is that something that you it is, it's, it's definitely been something that I've wanted to do. I think it's just been it's been tough because just maybe maybe I've been dating wrong, but, but it's the time and it's never really been right. Sure. The, 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 the time and it's never really been right where, you know, you want that second income. You know, you want that, that person to, to enjoy doing what they do. Um, you know, sometimes I've dated, you know, female women that have had, you know, that have had children. So what you just going to pick up, you know, you're going to take you and your child and just come, you know, just it. So it's just been, is the dynamic has been a little bit different and everybody, everything works. Things work differently for, for certain people. For myself, it, it, it just hasn't worked out that way. Um, not that I'm not, you know, wanting to have, you know, a family, a, a stable relationship. I know you want that. You came from that. I, I came from that. So that's that's something that's important for me. Yeah. But, um, you know, obviously it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Hopefully um, not too late, but, you know, I I, I, I really want that. Um, but this hey, right now has Hey, no rush, man. I ain't trying to be on the show trying to reveal my brother's everything, but you know. I hey, no, no, hey, man, it's all good. It's all good. But, but no, but this is real. This is yeah, this, this is, is real. This, yeah, this is part of it, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can you can you can try to hide it. You can, but it's it's real. You're going. These things are going to happen. Yeah. While you're playing overseas, these things are going to happen. Even if you're playing in the NBA, these right. things are going to happen. You're going to be on the road. You're going to be away. Right. You, you know how it is when you have. You know, you got you. You gonna leave whether you bust it or whether you take the flight. You gotta leave. What what happens if if your son is sick? Your daughter, you know, she's having some. You know, she's just kind of going through it. But right. you gotta you gotta leave them. You gotta bust it. You know, seven hours. Then you gotta get there. You got practice. Whether you practice it before you got on bus or after the bus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, I can give you the whole rundown. You know they probably gonna hit you with the practice as soon as you get off the bus. As soon as you get off the bus, the girl. See, for me, this how it was for me. I'm gonna tell uh -huh. you. Go, go ahead, go. You a little? Just give him a little bit. Just give him a little bit. I can't reveal everything, or a wifey might, you know, put me in a chokehold or something. Right. <laughs> but I will say it was like this: like my daughter, my my first daughter that was born, Charlotte. She's four now. Right. I was in Verese at the time. I was at Verese and my wife is pregnant. I'm talking about last couple weeks before we having a baby, right? And so we had a weight game somewhere. I'm going to say like Cremona, maybe Cremona or something like that. Okay, okay. And it was it was close enough that it wasn't have a flight. It was a bus ride. Okay, okay. So it might have been four or five hours, something like wow, that. Yeah, right, something like that. Yeah, so we on the bus 
And what happened, you know how it is overseas, you lose service. I ran out of minutes on my phone. So <laughs> and, and, and at every rest stop, the Wi-Fi is super flu. Super janky, bro. Oh my goodness. The the Wi-Fi is butchered. Oh my goodness. So I think we had just I, I think we had maybe lost. I don't know, but you know, the ride was kind of quiet. You know how it is overseas. Every game is like, you know, in it's, the it's, it's life or death. Every game. You, know, you lose, it's like, dang, I might be going home in the next hour type. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the game before I had 20. This game I had a six. Oh, that, I'm done. I'm all right. I ain't that. Y'all gonna have to pick me up. Listen, we <laughs> at the airport about 3 30. Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking at the flights. <laughs> right. So so my situation is this. So I'm I'm traveling back, right? I'm traveling back and I get to the I get to the uh to where they drop us off at. Right. They drop us right back off. We had a like a little gated community that we all the players stay in. Okay. Back and when I get in range of the Wi-Fi. Bro, I got like 30 messages going crazy. My mother-in-law is calling me. Everybody's calling me. Erin, is it your water, bro? She's at the hospital. I'm like, what? No. I'm like going to try to be on FaceTime and everything. Yo. And I'm like, uh, I can't. I'm in Italy, bro. She's at the crib. Right. right. Oh, no. She was home. She was home. I'm not. She's not with me. Oh, so she at home, so I'm on the phone and all this stuff, and the doctor, and I'm man. So those are the kind of the situations that you kind of deal with. We, I got many. I can write a book on just the stories that me and my wife went through, uh, just traveling overseas. And and, um, and that's a, and that's a journey in and of itself. That's oh. an experience of itself. Nobody yeah. talks about when you got your luggage, you got the kids, you trying to get through the airport, you're not trying to miss the flight, man. Uh, Bro, I still don't have my bags from this year from uh because of the COVID. Because we had to get out of there. We had to get out of there because the prime minister said that they were closing the borders for anybody traveling in and out of the country. So say we're supposed to, today's Saturday, say we're supposed to leave on Monday, right? Say we're supposed to leave on Monday. The, the prime minister said at Saturday at 6 p.m. that the borders are closed at midnight. Nobody in or out. So we had to get all our stuff in like a matter of two hours and jet out. So the, the team was like, look, man, everything is going to be crazy. You only can bring one bag per person, you know? So we only had one bag. We got about 10 bags over there right now. <laughs> you know, so this is the type of, this is, if you're going to move with your family and understand what, what comes with it, it's certain sacrifices and certain elements and certain things and certain things that you're going to encounter that you have no control over and you got to be you got to roll. You got to just roll with it. You got to roll with it. You know. And so but for that, us being Americans, it might not make sense to us. It won't. It, it won't. won't. It just. It just won't. Culturally, it's so different. Yes. You know, because yes. it's so different. So, um, I always ask that the players just to see how they handle. Oh, nah. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. handle those, that that type of thing. So now, well, let me ask you: well, How many more years you got, man? How many years you got left? How you I'm feeling? trying to stretch it. I'm trying to go. If I if 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 the Lord bless me with five. So be it. Seven is the seven is obviously how old are you? 29. 29, seven, 36. 36. That that's the cutoff. That's I mean, cutoff. I'm still because I'm still I feel like I'm still young. I mean, obviously everybody's like, man, play until you can't play anymore. Um but how you feel about that statement? Because I think you got the same reaction. You scratch your head, you got the same reaction I be having when people be telling me that. Explain that. It's just, man, it's, 
when you done dedicated your life. Yeah, it's a grind. It's a grind. And nobody will understand that because you are saying, because I saw every, your body language said the same thing that I'd be saying. Everybody be like, man, play to Woods. I'm like, I've been, I've been in this, locked in on this since I was seven years old, eight and years old. And, and when you mean locked in, you mean locked in. Yes. It's, I mean, man, it's, 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 it's a tough, it's a tough thing because you know how them days when 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 the, when the alarm go off or your body no we ain't gonna talk about the body alarm we're not gonna talk about the body alarm when the body alarm go off you get up you done had that crazy lift man you got them extra shots up man. so your body aching and you gotta go and you gotta go to the gym we ain't gonna talk about overseas right. you didn't had a tour day right and then. Coach then they done snuck up on you, then you got a morning practice, and the morning practice go bad, see y'all at six. And then it hits you with this. We got a community event at 8.30 after. Oh, no. Or after the morning practice. The morning practice, you got an event from 12 to 2 after your 10. What? No nap? No. Hey man, that hurts. I'm like, come on, today, bro. Out of all days, we gotta do this today, right now. Today, today. No. You no. know, we just had a. You, or if it's an off day, they want to take you in to do some on the off day. Don't get hurt. Beginning hurt and having to rehab overseas. It's worse than practice. It's by far the worst thing you ever can go through. Every because you are on the clock all <laughs> the time. I got hurt, so I'm gonna get quick. So, so I got hurt in uh, Poland. The right. uh, year before, and right. I got hurt. I some free. We playing again. Matter of fact, we played against y'all. We played against Tor. Okay. Uh, with, with Rob, shout out Rob Lowry. Right. Man, I have been playing against Rob. Man, this is the fourth year. Rob and I are gonna be in the same league. Right. He's at Minx, right? Yeah, he was at Minx. Yeah. So this is the fourth straight year I played yeah. against him in second division Turkey, yeah. Poland, Minx, and Minx again. Come on, man. I'm like Rob. Come on. But hey, we good battle. Great battles. Great, Great battles. Battle. Cause Rob's gonna play. He gonna play, and he and, and, and he don't mind battering out. He gonna if he gonna bat, he gonna bat him out. Nah, oh, slim, yeah. yeah. But you need <laughs> it. Make, it makes for great games. So we playing them. I tweak my knee. None, none, none crazy. Just some real small, some very small. So it, it needed like two weeks. Man, from the time I got hurt until the time I finally got back on the court, I was in the doctor's office. Like you know how the physio. <laughs> Man, I'm going. So you got to think. I'm doing physio in the morning. Right. Practice. Right. I'm not going to any of the games. Only home games I'm attending. Right. And that was we had a stretch of games away. And you know when the team goes away, that's when they really work because they right. one of the physios or whatever he stays back. So I'm I'm two three a day. In, right. Day. And you know I wound up getting back, finishing the season out. But man, it was just one day. I had physio in the morning. I had, you know, some little community thing, like a little article, you know, like the little new do article, little thing with the newspaper. Then physio again, and then later on we had a team dinner. Right. <laughs> I tell you, that's, that's my that's my security guard. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, make sure everything the premise is clear. <laughs> oh, we good, we good, we good over here. <laughs> right, cool. make he sure good. Yeah, he he good now. <laughs> yeah. 
So now, nah, yeah, that's real, man. Uh, just one more before we get out of here. I've been here. I'm having a great conversation. Man, with you. what, man? We needed this, man. We needed this. Definitely. Um. So, what's next, man? What you? What, how you feeling going into this season? What, what are your goals? What are you? What are your expectations? What, what uh, so thus far, we 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 seem like we've been putting together a, a good bunch. One of the guys that are coming uh, with me this year, we played together in Poland uh, the previous year. Uh, he's he's a Croatian, and um, so we got him coming in. We have uh, Aaron Gorn's brother. Uh, he's coming, and we got another guy, Nate Mason, played in uh, Minnesota. Right. So you know, right now, just with the imports are pretty good, but our Russian players are going to be pretty good. Last year, we played with basically six imports, four, uh, five Americans, and you know, the other guy he was from uh, he was from uh, from France. Right. And the Russian players they were young, so when you're right. playing against these high level dudes and you playing just with six, you know, foreigners, right. it's a little bit tougher. You need your domestic players to be, you know, adequate. And you, you know, the oldest guy was like 23, and he was a little on the side, like six five, six six. And we're playing him at the four, you know. Right, right. And That's not the BTB, man. No, you you go and play Cheska. It's a different. And then Isaiah Hicks, like I told you, he was hurt for about a month. You know, uh, what I mean? so that 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 definitely hurt. But I think this year the club has done an outstanding job of, of bringing in some talent. Um, so I'm definitely. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm excited. My thing is I need to win. Right. You know, I need to win because in VTP, by us playing against these high-level teams, you're getting plenty of exposure. Right. You know, right. when you get to play against Kim Kicheska, Zenit, uh, Locomotives, uh, Nizhny, you know, these teams are playing high-level basketball. Right. And it wasn't like last year, like we were just outmatched. It was just we were a little undermanned. Right. You know, right. we, we were being games. We were competitive. Right. It was just right. that we needed that that extra that, you know, maybe that one or two other guy, that other big, um, you know, to, to because if one of our if our main big gets hurt, if he gets three, a quick three, he's missing basically a large part of the game. Now we got to get him back in the rhythm. Now he's playing a little bit let well, a little less aggressive because he can't dominate like how he wants to because he got three fouls. Right. So um, I think this year, I think they've done an outstanding job of, of putting some some talent together. So, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Good, man. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to follow your journey. I hope we can stay in contact during the year. Absolutely. No, we're definitely going to do that. Hey, I was going to ask you, man, can I get some merch? Can I get a T-shirt? Man, I, I wanted to give a shout-out. This is Posterity Collection. They um, We have collabed with them to come out with our merch. We got our hats here, the Dog Talk hats. And we got our shirts coming out in black, white, and gray. And yes, we're going to have, um, you know, we're going to have black hats also. So we definitely going to get some merch over to you, brother. All our, all our, uh, all our people that come on the show, we definitely going to get them some merch. We hope that we can get a, you know, a following behind it, get people repping the gear. You know, this is just our statement shirt, letting everybody know that we out here. But we're gonna we here get- now. We here. Yeah, we're coming with a lot more, and um, you know, I'd be a pleasure if we can get you in some of this gear. Take no, please, I, I you just send it my way, man. We, we you and I will connect, and we, we we're gonna make it happen for sure. We work that out, but nah, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. I wish my brother Free was here. Um, this was big for us, man. You 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 are are excellent, young man. You're excellent, grown. You, you said this, man. You talking about yourself, man? Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. You talking about yourself, man. I follow you, man, and you pushing me. I see you working. I, I make sure, like, shit, kill up. He 530 <laughs> in the old school jams. I got to make sure I'm at the track right now. 
Come on, come on, come on. I see you get, hey, I'll tell you this though. I don't know if you and, and Coach Brock, I don't know if y'all have been doing the, the, the field work, but mm -hmm. man, that hill that you were running, my goodness. I got to keep up with you, man. I got to keep no, up. No, I got to stay no, sharp. Man, you, no, you, you done surpassed me. So you got the parachute running up the hill. You do the drill, then sprint up the hill. That's elite right there. That's elite. <laughs> that is elite. That is elite. Shout out to my trainer, trainer Paragi. If yeah. you don't know me, I'm very, 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 very secluded when it comes to my workouts. Absolutely, yeah. I'm Definitely. very, uh, very sensitive on my workouts. I like to keep it a certain way. I've had the same trainer, physical trainer, since I was 14 years old. I'm 30. Uh, big. Hey, those those relationships definitely. And that's what I'm about. And and you know, so she's been with me from day one, and she's a beast. She's a beast. And uh, yeah, so you know, I'm still trying to stay on it, man. I'm still in the game, man. We still sure. chasing. I'm still a dog. still chasing it, man. You know, we still wake up. I mean, hey, like I said, man, we still had that hunger for it. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard to walk away. It's definitely it is hard, hard to walk away. But at the time, you gotta understand that there's a. It's not. It's not that we're walking away. It's that we 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 transition to another phase for ourselves, you know. And and that's part of the game too, because this is what the game has given to us, you know. Hey. So. Um, that's, that's powerful right there. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And you know, when it's time, it's time, and it's all love. It's much love. You got, and, and for you in particular, and I can say this about myself: you should have no regrets when it is time to retire because you put everything into it. I gave it everything I had. Put everything into it, so there's nothing to sit back and say, "Oh man, I wish I would." It don't matter if you stop playing yesterday. Right. You put in the work. Mm -hmm. Can nobody take away what you already been? So I salute you, King. I, I'm proud of you. Thank you, man. That mean that means a lot. Hey, Chris, thank yeah. you, man, for having me on the show. You and Free, man, y'all are doing something that's remarkable. Something that we all needed, not just not just Georgetown, but the DMV needed. You know, because we have we we haven't. I mean, I'm not saying we haven't, but for you and Free to be doing this, yeah. legends, man. This is this is first class, man. And I, I just thank you for bringing me on. I've had. Man, this talk, we needed this talk, man. Yeah. We, we needed this. We needed it. We needed to go back down memory lane, man. It's been, it's been, it's been forever. So, and all man. these guys on Georgetown prep people, stop wearing me out about getting Markel Starks on. He hit me. <laughs> I'm giving y'all what y'all want. They've been killing me. They've they been killing you, man. Hey, come on, man. Because they, they need their voice heard, man. They need their voice heard. No, the Army came, dog. I had, I had to bow down and give, give all respect to the GOAT, so... Listen, my man, my man. Love me. I love my brother and listen. Love you too, man. Love you too, man. Dog talk. Make sure y'all get y'all merch, man. We coming. We coming, yes, all right? So uh, much love, Kel. We're going to talk soon, bro. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Yes, sir.